0: okay i'm number six and this is the new prisoners podcast and we are live in a new year and i'm here with lisa belanger and my good friend john henry john henry would you like to say hello to the people this week (laughs) new year same corruption baby
1: happy new year everybody here we are 2023 another one in the books disastrous any way you look at it so looking um looking opportunistic this year feel like we have uh A great chance of really turning this thing around, maybe. Eh, maybe not. We'll see. So anyway, (laughs) let's get to a couple topics here. Happy New Year, guys. Hopefully um, you stick to your New Year's resolutions, whatever they may be. I I can only hope that everybody's resolution is to become more proactive in the battle in good versus evil, which we discuss every single day. Um, Let's start off with this. One vote, no speaker. (laughs) Two votes, no speaker, ha, ha, ha. Three votes, no speaker, ha, ha, ha. Four votes, no speaker, ha, ha, ha. Five votes, no speaker, ha, ha, ha. And six votes, no fucking speaker. Uh, chaos, man. Uh, you know, it looks like a, a total clown show uh, as far as the vote. For uh, the Speaker of the House, uh, really interesting on how this is going to turn up. You know, you got uh, 20 Republicans very adamant uh, that it ain't going to be Kevin McCarthy. And I got to tell you, I can't imagine why uh, outside of the fact that he's been endorsed by, well, one, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, to the world economic forum has already posted that he's the speaker of the house on their website and i gotta tell you uh nothing better than him not only wearing the ukraine flag pin but also the ukrainian flag pocket square very interesting there uh fuck dan crenshaw Uh, It's been a while since I said that, and I, you know, fuck him just to pieces. Uh, Dan Crenshaw has now stated that the people voting against McCarthy uh, are terrorists and have now been deemed the enemy. Uh, Very interesting, right? Uh, I think that Nancy Pelosi insider trading money is really starting to get into that little fucking brain of his. So he's a disgusting piece of shit. Adam Kinzinger uh, is... In the same position as he has been for the last 10 years, which is, uh, you know, a a media propagandist for all the darkness in this world. Just so happens now he's paid by CNN, which I'm sure he probably is still paid by the U.S. government when you think about it that way. So a lot of exciting things going on. Let's get at it. Back
0: to you, sir. Thank you, John Henry. So I had a great conversation with a good friend last night about what the future of the liberty movement looks like. And here's what I had in mind. Every journey has a path, but we live in a world where the paths are already constructed. From industrialization on, mankind has found a path of servitude to those who own the companies, the government, and the banks. Our youth are given an extended period of adolescence, which is an invention of industry itself, and they are kept from the realities of sustaining life. As long as the water runs, lights are on, and the heat keeps working, young men and women can work their lives away in servicing the royals of the post-industrial era. Young women sacrifice their unborn so that they won't miss an opportunity to serve their masters better. And the men are too preoccupied with video games and porn to notice or care. Things are so automated now that we no longer understand the value Of the labor that produces what we are allowed to own, which is a fleeting concept in itself. The slave labor that made your things in China, the boat that it was put on to get here, and the trucks that brought it to you are overlooked until something disrupts that lifeline to survival in modern times. But that's one of the most dangerous things with a global corporatist oligarchy. Disruption. That's what we are. Those of you listening and all of our friends in the DIY media community, we are disruptors. Because when the lights go out, the guy on the cherry picker risking his life to put them back on is a hero. Being without something or needing something that's scarce or hard to procure adds a value to that thing that sometimes even money can't buy like water after a disaster. But what if we built a better supply chain? Instead of a few at the top, we get to dictate our way of life through the control and management of our resources. Why don't we focus on building our own grids instead of the ones we are chained to now? And all the environmentalists talk, none of it focuses on true energy independence. And I'm not talking about countrywide. I'm talking about individually. So how about instead of enriching an Elon Musk or any other GCO creeps, we figure out ways to generate energy on our own, share it with one another, and build an economy based on what we can generate for ourselves and the surpluses that can be used to barter for other goods. No more hooking up to the public grid because the public space has been corporatized. The future of the liberty movement lies within individual sustainability, from water to food and to energy. The media and information infrastructure of our decaying society is still functional enough to spread the message. For now. The window is closing fast, but we have an opportunity starting this year we take on a massive responsibility of creating new paths. Ones that need to be trampled down by those brave enough to venture away from the comforts of servitude and one that puts us closer to the state we were meant to be in. As providers, teachers, engineers, and most importantly, mothers and fathers. The torch we all carry in the liberty movement is burning out. It was kept alight with the spirits of those who were bold enough to disrupt. We use that fire to blaze a trail to our new home, closer to the earth, our people, and what we were born to be. Free. And that's this week's monologue. So, uh, starting off with this week's Big Five... Uh, provided by our own Chris Graves. Thank you, Chris Graves. If if you're listening out there, hopefully he's awake. Um, let me get rid of that pop-up. Uh, this week sent
1: you guys his name for the week in uh, our chat.
0: Oh, let me check that out. Is Who's that on Twitter? the is that on the Twitter chat? Yeah. Uh let me check it out. I have well, even to. Chris always has Twitter. cute names, so I
1: have a good one for him this time.
0: Oh, <laughs> Chris. Retardy Graves. Well, <laughs> we'll get something going there. And My John, Henry, let, me, let me accept that's your you... uh, yes, sir. video thing here so you can remind you everybody that's yeah, uh,
1: that. R E dash capital T A R D Y, retardy Graves, <laughs> as in he is repetitively tardy to the show. So don't you go saying I'm being insensitive or anything. <laughs> what do you think, Lisa?
0: She likes it.
2: Wow.
0: Lisa likes that.
2: it. <laughs> that's that's the best pun yet.
0: Wow. This is Lisa. Yeah, you
2: are...
1: Always punctual Bellinger. See you? Absolutely. <laughs>
2: hey, no, that, number one, man. I'm always number one. Always. Always <laughs>
0: first right. on streams, always first to react to things. This is what
1: happens. You don't yeah. get on the show one time, you get your verbal lickings from me. Yeah. <laughs> <That's coming. laughs>
0: So, um, yeah, let me do a, a quick screen share for you guys. Thank you to everyone that's tuning in on uh, Rumble and Odyssey right now. Um, so we're starting off this week's big five uh, right now. So here, let me share this so the others can see. All right. So this one um, from our own Chris Graves, retardy Graves, is uh, New York Post <laughs> on January 5th. This is, a shocker, alleged Islamist extremist who attacked NYPD cops with machete Ugh. was on the FBI watch list
1: oh man FBI is just wow gosh these
0: guys are good yeah, we really. snap before is there any any like major uh type of violent act in this country like some something that you know victimizes, uh, plenty of innocent people, um, something that was done under the name or guise of an, an, an ideology or something like that. Is there anything like that where the FBI didn't like already know about these people or possibly like, you know, coordinate this stuff with them?
1: It's, it boggles the mind.
0: Uh, I mean, the first thing that comes
1: to my mind is the Boston Marathon bombings. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. oh, yeah. Yeah, we knew that they were traveling across the globe to go to terrorist training camps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we knew about those guys. No biggie. They just blew people's legs off and killed
0: people. Yeah, it's all good. My thing is, I'm is just, that, you uh, know, is, it, I'm is just, it a recruiting program? Is their watch list like really like something that we're, they're, they're new trainees, their new signups? <laughs>
1: they like, hey, you want to do some bad shit? Here's how we do it you're going to do our bad shit for us. Cool. Um, Wow, that sounds great, and we'll pay you for it. Awesome, and your family right. will be set forever.
2: It must be generational, though, because I mean, really, it does go all the way back to, well, at the very least, the nineteen fifties, if not nineteen thirties, right?
0: Oh yeah, the J. Edgar Hoover era of stuff. I mean, absolutely. I mean, the, the even like the just the founding of the FBI and its use in the past, you know, to tamp down disruptors like us and. Other ideologies and things like that and put, you know, put people like Martin Luther King and John Lennon on watch lists and other stuff like that, you know, just like this. But, you know, the the, the thing that seems to be happening, though, is that anytime that something like this happens, it's always the uh, indicator that we need to spend more money and give more power to these people, too. You know, if it, it, you look at who it benefits, like that's that's an easy equation that we do here in like the conspiracy community. Right. Is that we we take a look at something that happens, like a machete attack on NYPD cops, and then we figure out, okay, well, who benefits from this happening? You know, is, is the, the NYPD police funding going to increase now? Is the FBI's funding and all of its different measures and methods that it uses to infiltrate your social media accounts? um, Because they've been doing that, right? Um, To look at all of your Google search history, um, to look at your emails. Oh, and also to uh, get everything they want from your bank and your credit card company, too, without a warrant because they'll just hand it to them. Um, no, no more necessary, guys. It's, it's OK. You don't have uh, any type of right to privacy either because you're dealing with a private organization in some way, which is another fallacy under itself. Uh, Lisa and I would love to expand upon that with uh, a friend of ours in an upcoming interview, too. So stay tuned for that. But um, it says here that the alleged Islamic extremist, right, alleged, uh, who knows, right? Maybe they made him one. Uh, attacked three NYPD cops with a machete near the New Year's Eve ball drop in Times Square. They say he It had a, to be
2: a machete, though. You see, it couldn't be just a regular knife. Got to be the machete.
0: Oh yeah. And that wasn't obvious to everybody, you know, with a guy walking around on the New York street. It's hard to smuggle a machete, isn't it, John Henry? Like I've, I've, I've carried a pocket knife on me at times, but a machete's going to be kind of noticeable. <laughs> I mean. I'm pretty
1: tall. Yeah, yeah. I had a machete pretty good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with 19-year-old guy just walking around with machete. Everybody's just like, oh, let me pull out my cell phone probably, right? Like in today's day and age, isn't that what we deal with when it comes to this stuff too? Nobody's like, oh, let me run. Let me call the authorities. Wait, let me stop this guy. It was like, let me catch holy this F-bomb. on camera. Yeah.
2: Holy F-bomb.
0: What's that, Lisa? Did you
2: read that? A 19-year-old from Maine. What the I you nah, nah, I'm just insulted right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you would expect I'm Massachusetts, insulted. but not not the good state of Maine. <laughs> but it said who recently Maine? became radicalized. Yeah, it must have been must what? have been a bad lobster <gasps> tail, John Henry. <laughs> you know, those bottom oh, god. feeders god. who even it. warned about those things, you Can't know. Let that mayonnaise
1: sit out on the lobster roll boy.
0: <laughs> oh
2: my god. Oh my god. Okay, now get a load of this. Get a load of this. Wells, Maine, flipping a now talk about. Okay, now that's that's not uh, that that's. uh, That's liberal country right there, man.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, well, that's that's the perfect place to radicalize people, isn't it? (laughs) I mean, especially if you're an Islamist, like imagine like being a pretty hardcore Islamist and being surrounded by purple haired troglodyte, you know, Uh, genderless uh, trendies all the time. It would probably drive you nuts. Like I remember watching um, an Adam Curtis documentary where it talked about sort of like the the birth of the modern terrorist. Um, And it was a lot of it was uh, people coming over to the United States and being educated here and going back to their homes radicalized because they saw what was the decline of our culture in their opinion. Uh, they probably weren't too far off from that, right, John Henry, with the debasement of our culture and everything. But uh, it was actually one of the things was over the famous Christmas song um, of Baby, It's Cold Outside. Uh, This this, uh, Islamist extremist heard that song while being educated over here and then went back to his home country and radicalized other people because he's like, this is what they do over there. You know, so like compared to today... Like if you're if you're especially subscribing to like the Wahhabist like seventh century type of version of Islamism, right? You know, you're not part of like the new Islamic whatever they got going on that's like, you know, more hipper and cooler and like they allow more people to do stuff. No, if you're if you're on track with like the super strict one and you go to a Starbucks and stand in line there for about five minutes, I guarantee you that'll radicalize you.
2: (laughs) Oh, but look how quick the radicalization was. As recently as Friday. Wow, that's
0: deep, man. Oh, yeah. That's that's a that's long term deep radicalization. Like he said, he allegedly told the feds, told the feds after his arrest. This is what I love. So I'll I'll read it for the the audience here. For those of you listening, says suspect Trevor Bickford of Wells, Maine, traveled to New York on an Amtrak train. Thanks, Joe Biden. <laughs> Thanks, Joe Biden, for funding the Amtrak trains all those years to, you know, ship our terrorists around to their, their proper locations that the FBI set up. Uh, but it says arriving on December 29th and appeared to be a, a appeared to be a lone wolf. That's another nice. Oh, little my God. Buzzword term Here we go use. again. Yeah, the lone. Here wolves. we go
2: again. Mm-hmm. Another supposed radicalized lone wolf. Yep. Wow How do you be, how do you become radicalized as a lone wolf? I'm just saying
0: yeah, uh people uh beating you up on social media to radicalize you with uh, you know, like people that control your algorithm. And this isn't people like you and I, and you know, Lisa or John Henry, like we don't control the algorithm, obviously, or else we'd probably be getting more people on Twitter uh to pay attention to some of our tweets there and not be shadow banned all hell. But um, you know, the people that control what you see, and I, I part of that great conversation I had last night was was about this. Um, was that you know, I have friends that are mixed race and black and, and all kinds of different things. And their Facebook and Twitter feeds and stuff like that are almost completely different. And they are also very disturbing. Um, Lots of uh, videos being shared of, you know, police uh, shooting people um, or pulling people over and getting, you know, getting nasty with one another Um, fights in public, you know, like the world star type of stuff And murders now. Now there's murders. Uh, Mm -hmm. And um, unfortunately, that's affecting our own John Henry and his news feed now, too. Apparently, uh, Meta wants to show you snuff films, John Henry. Yeah, snuff (laughs)
1: films, snuff films and uh, and pornography. It's, uh, you know, actually fortunate enough to have a chance to visit home and saw number six last night and was explaining this to him and then had a chance to actually show it to him that in my Instagram feed uh, is literally murder. Uh, actual executions of people, whether they're cartel hits or gang related hits. And I continue to report these things. And it's interesting because one of them uh, was a page I followed uh, because you obviously know that we're all lovers of music on the show of people singing, like people singing gospel music in churches, these unknown people with incredible voices. And next thing I know, I'm going to block these snuff films and it's that page so they accrue, you know, followers for a completely different topic, and then change it, and it's it's legit fucking CCTV murder videos, man. You know that's shitty, uh, really shitty. And you know, number six's point last night was, you know, imagine if we weren't the generation of people that saw, you know, faces of death VHSs and the, the horrible shit on the internet. Younger, like that, would have to be pretty fucking traumatizing to somebody, you know, to see an actual, you know, video of murder. And it's uh it's just fucking horrific, man. Between that and all the child pornography, um, you know that's been discussed uh, as of late with Twitter and the Twitter files, man. It's just it's fucking rotten to its core. It's rotten, man. And you know earlier you were talking about addiction to things like video games and pornography and just what that does to people. And uh, unfortunately, that's just what social media is doing. It's trying to take everything from you, man. It's just nasty shit. <laughs>
2: Look at the pattern, though, because if you look down in the article, who reported him to the FBI? Oh,
0: <laughs> let's pull that up for everybody. So it says, uh, yeah, he allegedly told the feds after his arrest that he hatched the violent plan as recently as Friday and made statements that he wanted to attack an un—I'm uh, sorry, un-ununiformed. There we go, ununiformed or uniformed. There we go, uniformed officer or someone armed because they are the enemy of the state according to the sources huh <laughs> that's a twisted way what state the islamic state i mean is there one okay uh, but it says uh sources said teen became radicalized as recently as a month ago and bickford's mother and aunt had notified the authorities you know just like the florida shooter it's <laughs> just like all, all these other creeps that, that go on to murder people that that you know because he apparently made statements indicating a desire to go fight in Afghanistan alongside Islamic militants, uh, landing him on the FBI's terrorism guardian watch list, according to the sources. So what good is that? Like, what does that do? Like, is it just a, a way for them to creep on people? You know, is it just like uh, sort of like the, the catalyst, right? I think that, that's a good term for it. You know, these things are a great catalyst for further inspection and and uh you know sort of padding down you know just like John Henry at an airport uh just every every little thing that they need uh to just dig further into you and <laughs> in your belongings and your and your personal information and every type of information that you get but going back to what we were talking about too like when it comes to radicalization and I'll switch back to the panel for this is that if Can he's, I say
2: one thing though Can yeah, I say one please. thing yeah i want to know, i want to know who paid for a Amtrak ticket
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. It was that was <laughs> was that also on the FBI's account, too? Like, oh, we we, we set up transportation for these guys because we figured out they'll be radicalized if they don't get to move around too much. You know, but um, no, I mean, the radicalization part of it through the Internet, though, like if you're 19, it wouldn't have taken long to radicalize a 19 year old kid like 19 year old kids like things mean different things to you when you're 19. I can barely remember any of this because it's been, it's been a while, but I I, rem- I somewhat remember being a young man and your scope of things is so much different. Like things, th- things that happen to you hold so much more weight that are on much more of a smaller, a mon- more mundane scale. And like, if you're pissed off because like you work at a, a shitty service job or in the food industry or something like that, cause you're 19 and everybody shits on you because, uh, you're you're from a weird country, or you got something different going on with your personality, or you're just a, you know just an oddball like me, like that could rad- radicalize you really really fast because when you're isolated and all you have is like your um an online community uh, that feeds you constantly, uh, like violence.
2: an FBI on like an FBI online community pretending to be yes. radical Islamists.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's just like, if you have nowhere else to go and you fall into that trap and and you have people feeding you information constantly that, that, you know, puts you in a position where you feel that the only way out of it is taking, you know, some type of violent act. That's why we are vehemently against any sort of violence here at the new prisoners. Um, Unless it's in self defense, then uh, you better, you better expect some violence then. But, um, you know, other than that, you know, like our, our, you know, whole motive here is to get information out to people so they can realize what's going on and react to it less violently. Because I think that the the most uh, the, the thing that can switch people on to sort of lose hope and and to just commit to doing acts like that is the hopelessness of, you know, that's presented by that media. Like they say that there's no other way but this. You know, if you if you think that this is happening and the situation is so dire and it's so desperate that the only way out of it is by doing it this way. And if you have people assert that to you and repeat that to you over and over again, you know, kind of like the mockingbird media does with things, you know, the way that they push certain things like, oh, vaccines are safe and effective over and over again. They just say it over and over again. Like if you have radical Islamists or people posing to be radical Islamists telling you online that the only method um, is through violent jihad or something like that. Well, it doesn't take much to convince people, uh, especially when they're young, they're vulnerable, they're pissed off, they're sad. You know, there's just there's so many ways that you can take advantage of someone. And the power of suggestion is something that's really overlooked in today's society. I mean, the power of suggestion of just saying to people like simple calls to action, like I've been watching um, different channels whenever it comes to, you know, how to build your your online presence and and to get people to, you know, uh, follow your work and everything like that. Well, if you don't ask them to subscribe, they might not like people take the call to action to subscribe. So speaking of which, uh, if you want to subscribe to us, please do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, stuff like that. Yeah. You you put lines like that out. Um, and, and also, too, what's beautiful about things like that, right, and in a way, is that they're so vague that they can sort of, you know, just like Plato, they can just get squished into any type of mold. You know, you, you, you use that same type of power in suggestion in those types of phrasings and those platitudes that are used. And that's often used to what to propagandize into all sorts of evils, especially war. You know, like uh, uh, just studying uh, World War I and what was used to get people over there. The song Over There. Like just if you listen to the go and listen to the song Over There, folks, and how silly it might seem to you. But that little piece of propaganda. Ask yourselves, how many people did that convince to go sign up to go overseas and kill people? Like I'm talking about a song, guys, like not. Not a 9-11 type of terrorist attack. Well, there was the Lusitania, but (laughs) that kind of fits into that. (laughs) But, you know, it was a combination of things. But, um, you know, a simple song like that to to rile people up. Like, and that's that's the power that really lies in what we do here in the DIY media community, too. Like things like books, essays, poems, stories, songs, songs any type of you know human creation and art can inspire people to do all sorts of things. And it can do, it can inspire people to do some pretty radical and pretty nasty things too. Um, you know, whether it be the, you know, our Western music and culture that pisses Islamists off, that makes someone to do these types of things. Maybe it's the rejection, you know, by our Western culture of those types of values too. Like, it's probably not easy. Like if, if, this young gentleman was living in a really leftist community and being like a, a strict, you know, Islamist or something like that. Even if he was like me, well, meaning and peaceful, I could see plenty of instances where he may have felt like some sort of rejection and alienation and just like building up a resentment too. Like you have to think about the mindset of, of somebody like that in that position of just being alone. Um, being probably uh, involuntary and celibate, you know, like an incel type of person I'm imagining here um, because, you know, the purple haired, you know, vegans and stuff like that. Don't want to mess with you. And uh, you know, really not having any other type of satisfying, you know, activities to do. Like it's just after a while, like if you're in that position, like he's probably not going online and playing like a world of Warcraft type of game, you know, for the rest of his, you know, existence when he's not working or Doing whatever or serving the community and his church or something like that or you know like mosque, um, you know. So like I'm just imagining this young man just being in a room by himself on a device, you know, your know, computer, laptop or whatever, and then just being bombarded with things that that sort of empower him to take these type of steps. And who's responsible for that?
2: And how much you want to make a bet? Let's see. Um, how about uh, Big Pharma? Drugs are probably involved as well, I imagine. As oh, they yeah. usually a are a lot
0: of that stuff. Like if you if he was reported into the system. And now yeah. we talk about the antipsychotics and antidepressants. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right, Lisa. Every damn time. Yep. And if it can do if it can do something to your brain that makes you a happier person, um, potentially, what else can it do to your brain? Can it make you more susceptible to like suggestion? You know, can it make you more susceptible to say, oh, yeah, I'll just I'll just do that. I mean, you don't even need drugs to do that with people at different times in their life. Look at grief. Like when it comes to like grief and people that are grieving, um, they often make really um, sort of uh, bad decisions, you know, really irresponsible decisions when they're grieving. You catch somebody when they just lost somebody close to them. Um, they are not in the right thinking state of mind it's almost like a form of intoxication almost you know where you could take advantage of a person's grief because they're they're just thinking emotionally and not logically and 19 years old filled with you know, whatever testosterone's left in the world after all the microplastics, John Henry. You know, but 19 years old. I mean, it's it's easy to make irresponsible decisions already. <laughs> it's not not that hard to veer off course when you're 19 and you don't know what's what and you don't have respect for things like you should. Um,
2: I'm wondering why they're targeting uh, New England right now, though, because I've been noticing um, there's been a lot of talk about Maine lately, and I'm just wondering what that's about with the FBI.
0: It's where the security state base of the country See? is like, there's so many, like, especially like some of the stories that we've talked about with Massachusetts in the past. I know that. Um, but just like, it's, it seems like all of the major, like John Hopkins university and all that stuff and all, all the things with COVID that came out of Boston. I mean, we, you have a uh, Mr. Boudin, uh out of Boston that we've talked about maybe uh, having on the show upcoming here, Lisa, you know, th- there's been a lot of, you know, just coordination with the global corporatist oligarchy for these big campaigns, rather be COVID, the security state, uh calling us all domestic terrorists. Fuck you, Dan Crenshaw. But, but that's
2: that's the key. <laughs> I think they're going after they're trying to tank. uh what Wells Maine is not rural, but most people don't know I mean most people don't understand uh the uh Geography of Maine itself. Yeah. So I think there's probably a stereotype. You know, they're trying to attack those who are in the rural rural areas.
0: Well, yeah, because they want to be Wells more free. Not
2: rural, oh, yeah. Right? They're looking to do 15 so minute cities
0: out. and everything like that. Right. They're looking to push people into the city limits and making it so you can only travel within 15 minutes of where you live. Um, and that's it because of environmentalism, because of global warming and stuff like that. So all these uh, rural areas um, who tend to lean a little bit more, you know, center center right, Republican, conservative, what have you, um, but also you libertarian like rednecks, too. rednecks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of people <laughs> like that. But then there's also a lot of free state movements um, that are in the northeast, too. Um, I was talking to uh, somebody on uh, Twitter the other day about it, about what's going on in New Hampshire and just uh, how the Libertarian Party is, is is taking control of certain things there uh, from the ground up. And w- what's beautiful about that is, is that, yeah, people can take back control of the infrastructure a little bit um, if if they decide to. But, yeah, I mean, guess guess what they'll run into there? They'll, they'll run into the fact that if any of these groups want to coordinate, organize, something like that, they're easily infiltrated by bad actors. And then all it takes is one bad example, too. Like if you have a free state or like say like what they're doing with uh, – uh, Mr. Freeman, Ian Freeman, up in, uh, I believe, New Hampshire, where he was running that. Uh, and Gar Goldsmith has, has done uh, really great work talking about this, too. But um, shout out to Guard. But, you know, when you look at what the, the system is doing to Mr. Freeman just for wanting to set up a network where people can transfer money. Oh, he wasn't doing that without the proper license. Got to have a license for that, mate. You know, like it's just it's unbelievable that, you know, people can't even transfer money without the state say so that we delegate, you know, people to uh, uphold our rights. And instead they turn around and say, well, now you can't do a whole bunch of things without our say so. Like, how the fuck does that work anyway? Like, how do we put people in power and delegate them to protect us? And then they turn around and say, well, there was three scammers on this on this network for Freeman. So instead of going after the scammers overseas, you know, scammers in quotes, folks, um, because they'll never find them. They'll never pursue them. If they're overseas, they're probably not going to get much help from whatever authorities are over there either. I think it was Malaysia that that they claim that's where the scammers were coming from. And I read the story, too. Um, the other day about this and it said that the uh, that the scammers what they did was they targeted old folks like people in their 70s to have like uh, to to like get them uh, like sort of like on dating sites or whatever else I don't know um, to uh, be their girlfriend on the internet right like these Malaysian scammers were like hey I'm this American lady trapped over here in Malaysia and I need you to send me like thousands of dollars and old guys were just like, yeah, I'll do that. You know, so, I mean, 19, <laughs> if you Isn't get a 71-year-old to send again? you 50 grand because you're you're his fake internet girlfriend, what can you convince a 19-year-old to do? <laughs> you know, it, does, it doesn't it does take a lot of influence or suggestion to get people to do really stupid shit is what I'm saying, folks. It Isn't really that the doesn't.
2: oldest game in the book, though?
0: Oh, you yeah. Know? I mean, that.
2: that
0: uh, <laughs> lust marriage, and
2: money. Marriage. the the marriage that's it they are forever
0: forever (laughs) intertwined yeah lust and money and stuff like that are forever intertwined what people do and what people do to themselves you know to to achieve certain things with people i mean look at uh look at weinstein i mean just like when you have somebody that's that powerful but also that abusive and sick you know it's just like you you enable those types types of people in those positions oh who knows right (laughs) exactly (laughs)
2: We haven't seen any photos of him in jail, I'm just
0: saying. <laughs> yeah, he's probably in a lounge chair or something like that right now, drinking a Mai Tai for all we know. I mean, it's just it, it's so crazy that you, you can't get you can't get justice for people that reach a certain level, too. Right. Like we've noticed that with a lot of these things, like they'll come after Ian Freeman for you know, supposedly setting up some type of scam. But they won't go after the banks for not actually having cash in them. You know, like it's just, you know, you go to a bank, you expect it to, oh, I put this money in savings and then I can withdraw it. Well, no, you deposit that cash, that cash disappears into the ether because they don't really have cash. And that's why if you go to a bank and you ask them to pay out a large sum of money, they don't even carry that on site anymore. And then guess what that leads to? That leads to you having to use your chip in your card to do everything. That's how you get to right, just CBD like they have gone
2: after the Amish too,
0: yep. right? Like
2: they, I mean, no different than Dan Freeman. That's mm-hmm. why they going. That's why they went after that guy.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I them. remember watching uh, that one video. I think it was Yulisa said sent me that too, where it was uh, this uh, uh, one Amish person who uh, you know had talked to his lawyer prior to uh, the the feds or whomever showing up, and they tried to like kind of entrap him into saying certain things. And he wouldn't give them in from or actually they were supposed to go into his um, barn or something to find that he was producing raw milk. I think that's what it was about. It was about him producing raw milk. Now, for those of you out there that don't know, um, it's actually illegal. I think in most states, right, John Henry, to sell raw milk um, because of some type of, you know, danger. Yeah, the
1: pasteurization, <laughs> allegedly.
0: Yeah. And Louis Pasteur, by the way, is um, you know, apparently on his deathbed is quoted as saying that the germ is nothing and the terrain is everything, meaning that your body, your environment inside your body is the biggest deciding factor as to whether or not you get sick, you know, whether or not you get diseased or, or anything like that. It's, it's, it's the whole terrain of your body and how you treat it. It's not whatever you encounter. You know, it's just like anything else too. like you build up calluses when you play guitar, you know. So at first, when you're playing guitar, it hurts a lot, you know, especially if you're learning on an acoustic or something like that. But then eventually, like you get calloused and you can do it. You know, our our system doesn't allow us to do certain things like drink raw milk, even, <laughs> you know, we, we can't even build up an actual, you know, like healthy gut biome <laughs> because we're not allowed to eat the stuff that uh that you you're supposed to eat to do that and we're not allowed to gather raw resources to do those sort of things and chris graves is awake folks (laughs) chris retardy graves (laughs) hey chris we're live chris (laughs) just to let you know (laughs) Yeah, I know. It was an emergency. Sorry about that, folks. Dude, it's okay. It's all right. It happens, man. I'm glad that you're here. And we're really glad that you put this uh, source list together for us, brother, because uh, you did an awesome job. While I'm on the screen share here, folks, um, this week's source list on Substack, go subscribe to uh, number six on Substack. Links are in the description. Uh, But Gray's also sent over these following articles um, on this New York City machete attack. So before we uh, transition into the next to the big five, just want to show you all these headlines. Um, this one says, from wait, Fox, wait, oh, look at that. that? Yeah.
2: But can, can you scroll up? Let's yeah. see that. Who who's that? Is that supposedly the uh, look at that? Look at that Hit
3: yeah that's your al-qaeda perpetrator what's ukrainian to me. yeah i mean
0: obama would definitely drone strike him if he had a dad that was a supposed terrorist though guaranteed yeah (laughs) no doubt he'd be like oh it's it's yeah he's having dinner with his dad let's blow him up (laughs) Yep. Um, extra points yeah it says the nycc series a series now of unrelated it says slashings in a three-hour span in wake of new year's machete attack on cops Says three slashings in Manhattan Tuesday, look, not look believed to be look linked to Trevor Bickford, alleged attack on police officers.
3: That's the thing. Was this uh, was this actually some kind of a, an, a coordinated thing that they uh, they just brought down to him? You know what I mean? Like the other ones got kind of wiped away.
0: Well, yeah. And we see a lot of this stuff, right, Graves, that if this is uh, a coordinated effort, coordinated efforts are kind of hard to do. That's that's yeah. the thing people take for granted. It's just like, all right, well, if there is a conspiracy, right, and there's a bunch yeah. of coordination making these things shirt? happen, it oh, might be. Yeah, let me scroll. Down. Was he is he wearing the same outfit that those guys that showed up at the Capitol were wearing that one time, exactly. John Henry, the khakis and the polo Yeah,
3: he's got a microphone in that button.
0: <laughs> but if they did coordinate all this stuff with them, would it be any surprise that that coordination fell apart, that the plan just didn't work? You know, we talked about that with the JFK assassination too last week, where just like there's so many different. Uh, they had other backup plans, hell yeah. Yeah. And backup backup patsies. And it's Thomas probably. Valley. Yeah. From what I've read, it's probably not easy to brainwash somebody into being a murderer. You know, it, it probably, there's probably subtle nuances there that just get skipped over. It takes yeah. me a while, yeah. <laughs> and then I get tired and I just yeah. give up. So, I mean, you have the you have the treatment that may work on some people, but it doesn't work on all. It's just like medicine, guys. I mean, think about that. There's certain medications where if I take it, I'll have a completely different reaction than somebody else that I know. Um, And I can see that if there's any type of uh, fuckery going on here to like a really, really dangerous conspiratorial level, um, then I'm guessing that even that even at their best, they can't get everybody fully on the same page. It's just it's. The human brain and everything going on there is just still too complex for us. But anything like well, it, they're know, not working on it, though. <laughs> you
3: know that sometimes people that are getting brainwashed that into doing, being some kind of a patsy, sometimes if you get hip to it and you have uh, an idea of when it might, you know, the event might be going down, there was actually another JFK assassination attempt in Los Angeles Before uh, besides Tampa and um, Chicago, like I was mentioning, there was actually a guy named uh, Richard Nagel that got himself arrested uh, a couple like a week or two before that plot by walking into a bank and shooting into the ceiling and then dropping his weapon and saying, call the police. And that's what kept
0: him from being the patsy of that operation, or at least a part of it. Holy shit, Graves. I love your memory, brother. I love that the fact that you can recall that stuff and share it with the people on air. Like when we talked yesterday, man, and like we, we had a great off-air conversation, Graves and I, you yeah. know, about what's happening with Twitter and us right now. Like, um, you know, Graves, you do an excellent job at promoting... Um, our show here, your own shows, and then the shows of our other friends too—that rather you're involved in, or your friend, you know, just you know, friendly with them, and have worked with him, and them in the past. Sorry.
3: Try to raise everyone, way. you know, what was it? Raise the tide, and everyone's ship goes. Uh, yeah, it up.
0: <laughs> yeah, rising tide raises all boats. You know, like isn't that? It? It's
1: all boats rise up hey, high tide. You couple of dingle There we go. Thank you. You probably have a tattoo.
3: I think he got it wrong too. He calls me a dick.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't get it wrong. Just than a dingleberry.
2: Well, <laughs> is a, she called me a dingleberry. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I was helping out saying that it could have been worse. Okay, it could have been worse. He could have called you a dingleberry, which is much lower than a dick.
0: Uh, it, it, physically and technically, she is correct. <laughs> Dingleberries are lower than 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 a dick, but I'll have to look into it. Yep. <laughs> Chris, Chris just grabbed a mirror, put it on the floor. But, anywho, um, the other great uh, headlines uh, that you sent us, uh, Grace, uh, for this was a rookie cop attacked by alleged Islam extremists with machete near Times Square. That's from the New York Post. Uh, we also had uh, this little one from MSN. Wait, notice
2: that, too. Ooh, yeah, notice that, back. too. Mm-hmm. Of course, he I, I, I knew to attack a rookie cop, by the way.
0: Yeah, rookie cop. Like a guy that's not you know connected within the uh, precinct, right? A guy that's, uh, I don't know expendable yeah like the movie cop and a half you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah i mean if you put an unknowing unknowing unaware type of person in a situation where they can be victimized uh, it's probably easier with a rookie cop than somebody that's been on a beat for like you know 10 years <laughs> that, that's probably kind of aware of his surroundings more and has had you know much more real world experience with people and just situations and that situational awareness thing john henry Boy, is that important. <laughs> Extraordinarily important. I mean, if you're walking around New York City and you're not noticing the guy with the machete next to you, that's yeah. a problem. You need to get on <laughs> get on a different page in life altogether. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, when most people walk around New York City are staring at a phone. so. Well, that's it, isn't it? You want to know why finally crime has well, went up? Well, how about well, two things. It's well, we democratic policy, but it. it's also people being fucking oblivious.
2: Yep. How about this? They said, so the, the 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 police department said to the rookie cop, you just stand right here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just stand right here uh, on this X. <laughs> Don't... And this Never mind the anvil that says, <laughs> you know, right above you. This is right out
3: <laughs> of Jason Takes Manhattan. If he had been in the Manhattan for like the whole movie and not a
0: stupid cruise ship. See, and I think if this young 19-year-old Islamist person had seen the movie Jason Takes Manhattan, maybe they wouldn't be so radicalized. You oh, know, like there's, there's an element to that where if he had a connection to our Western culture and our values, you know, that are expressed in those types of films.
3: Nah, th- he would have been pissed just like me. He Jason did not <laughs> take Manhattan. He took a cruise. I would have been radicalized.
2: Though. Yeah, exactly. And, and how did he carry that machete on the Amtrak, by the way? <laughs>
3: Well, he went from Crystal Lake. See what happened was there was this
2: whole. I'll
0: go. I'll show you the movie later. I was about to say, can we write like one where like, um, Jason becomes a riverboat gambler, kind of like a, what was that Mel Gibson movie where uh, oh, he was yeah. in with Jody I, Foster? A, a and... river runs through it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. A river runs through Jason.
3: <laughs> that just uh, yeah. Never oh my Never
0: mind. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's that's not a film that's going to be distributed on, on in regular regular theaters. <laughs> <years and> 11. <laughs> maybe it's something that they used to have in Times Square. <laughs> you know, maybe that's the problem too. Times Square is like all lit up with all this commercial bullshit and oh, uh, everything is been, so yeah. disnified now. Yeah, that if <laughs> if it was the Times Square that I used to hear about from like musicians and stuff of old like Rind I, house. Yeah, those dying
3: days. Oh <laughs> yeah.
0: I remember the guys from the band, uh, you know, the the group, the band, uh, Robbie Robertson, Rick oh, Danko yeah. and Levon Helm, like all the greats. Um, I remember uh them talking about it on uh about New York City, um, in the movie The Last Waltz, the one that Martin Scorsese directed. And um, yeah. They oh, absolutely, dude. Great collection of musicians and sound, you know, the the whole the whole sound setup up and everything was fantastic, man. I love that. But anyways, they were talking about how New York City back then, how rough it was and how it kicked their ass. And like these are guys that toured in an era where they they did a tour with Janis Joplin and the Flying Burrito Brothers and Buddy Guy and the Grateful Dead in Canada, where they traveled on a train. Speaking of Amtrak, they traveled on a train throughout Canada and they had one of these giant like huge then john henry you and i've seen them at places where they do it with beer those huge like bottles right the ones that are like waist high they had one of those filled with wine and instead of just drinking the wine together which will get you ripped enough right um they started putting pill don't do this at home kids they started putting pills and powders and whatever else and tabs of things that they had on them in that wine jug and then pass the wine jug around uh so they lived that kind of life and back then they said new york city will kick your ass like if you live that hard of a life in New yeah, York you City, just, you kick yeah. your ass. New York just City watched, was a bad fucking place, folks. Just watch Taxi Driver. That's a pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah. Speaking of Scorsese there, man. Yeah. yeah. The movie Taxi Driver is so raw and visceral and real like that. And especially it goes into like that. What we were talking about earlier with this machete person, like how somebody like that, like Travis Bickle is in Taxi Driver.
3: Almost like a Mark
0: David Chapman or Brinkley or something or Hinkley rather. (laughs) It's almost like Hollywood knew what the game plan is to make that those happens, guys you. right don't even suggest <laughs> that that is not a possibility not you know, even a la- possibility just
3: kind of Dave suggested
0: McGowan. out there you know like that these things are happening right in in movies and film but um yeah i mean but that that's psycho- that psychological profile of someone like a travis bickle alone isolated um in, in celibate you know he can't get laid um he has like if you have no purpose right If you have no other purpose in life besides your menial, mundane type of lifestyle and job and those types of things, um, yeah, it's real easy to fall into that trap. If this Islamist guy was living out of the speak, we talked about the Amish people before. If he was 19 and living on a farm and he's out pulling fucking weeds and plowing fields and shit, he's not worried about all this. He's not being radicalized online. He's probably safe. And unvaccinated.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, so, six. <laughs> six. I, uh, one little, little sidebar just to yeah. back up what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I just put in the chat for a second. The guy that felt the fellow that I was just mentioning about the uh, he didn't want to be a patsy. And he realized that's what uh, him and this other gentleman were being uh, roomed for. So ah. he got himself arrested. Yeah. For this those listening, guy. Um,
0: what Graves has provided us here this is a Wikipedia page for Richard Case Nagel. And uh, it says uh, Richard K. Snagel, born August fifth, nineteen thirty, died November first, nineteen ninety five, was a former United States military officer. And oh boy, is there a bunch of like just quinky dinks with a Tom lot of Thomas the people Arthur being Rally, in, yeah, Liori military. Liori Ooh, yeah, 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 and that that goes back to that coordination thing. How do you coordinate things with people if they're going to be coordinated? Is it easy to just hit up a random dude, especially back then before the internet, right? Like, is it easy to hit up a random dude? What are you going to send him a fucking postcard? Like, hey, do you want to be a murderer? (laughs) You know, but in the military, you're sort of, you're you're, you're a captive audience. You're being held captive. You're no longer a citizen. You're sort of like the property of the military. And we've had this conversation recently too. Like uh, you had um, our, our friend, Jason Barker, on uh, digging Chris Graves uh, and, you know, talked a little bit about, you know, his vaccination status and everything that that he went through there. And, um, you know, I've had plenty of people that I respect, you know, in in the like the conservative or alternative media community come out and defend the military by saying, oh, when you sign up for the military, that's just it. You know, you just give up all your rights. I'm like, no, you don't sign up for the military and let them murder you. Isn't that what A Few Good Men was about? You know, isn't that what Full Metal Jacket pointed out too? Like we were talking about great war films and stuff like that. Oh yeah. But um, you know, these when we talk about J Six too, you know, (laughs) yeah. Then they have military
3: tribunals too, instead of an actual uh, court court uh, when it comes to you know offenses and things too. You know.
0: Oh yeah, Uh, how it polices itself, the the culture of it. I mean, it's it's a different universe, folks, and it's a different level of influence too that's, that's the biggest part. Like if you're going to influence somebody um, it's hard to influence somebody that you don't hold captive, right? Like somebody that you don't have within your vicinity at all times, or you're surrounding them with different people that are there to influence them and teach them certain things and, you know, make them more susceptible to stuff. Like if they're trapped in the military and they think that, especially when they're being told that they're doing good, right? Like how easy, we saw it over COVID. How easy, easy is it guys to tell people, hey? You're doing a really good thing by going out there and forcing people to be vaccinated, you know?
3: <laughs> yeah. It's your patriotic duty when it's like they'll use anything, you know, they're, they're shameless. These powers that be, you know? Absolutely.
0: And if they if they have no shame in experimenting on uh, millions of people around our country, um, they definitely have no shame in programming a military officer to kill
3: Well, yeah, I mean, look at um, I'll say right now, uh, Eric Harris and my research into Columbine. Mm -hmm. uh, Right before, you know, he was uh, met with by a military recruiter, and they said that that was a part of the reason he snapped uh, as well, because he got rejected for the from the Marines or whatever. But whether that's true or not, a lot of these, a lot of these spree shooters, uh, there's some kind of military. well, a recruiter type, uh, you know, tell they, that and the psychiatrist like uh, to mixture with a lot of these guys, you know, yes, but I'm you so glad somebody... you brought
0: that up because we were just talking about how easy yeah. it is to influence young people and because of their scope of things in the world. And if you're yeah. like 18 and about to graduate high school and your whole entire idea of your future was to be in the Serbian military country. and they yeah. and they rejected you, what would you do to be accepted? You know, what if they came to you and well, say, "Hey, you I mean, you more susceptible to yep. uh, persuasion." We're know? not going to make you a marine, son. We're going to make you better than a marine. You're oh, going to be yeah, a or special officer. The devastation mm-hmm. to of being rejected. They can do either or. You know. Yep. We're going to make you a super secret officer, and you're going to have a special code and a special badge, and you're really special. And we love you. And you're going to go out and do all these great things. We'll give you shiny, shiny things. You know. Yeah. I mean, if but it can happen all, in cults, if it can happen oh in fucking, God, yeah. you know, all t- all kinds of different cults, Scientology, um, if it can and happen I'll in a you, that, different cult. Some of that stuff is connected to cult activity
3: and intelligence agencies in the, the military. Michael Aquino, people look that up. I, I might do something on him uh, soon. David yeah. McGowan wrote all about him. He was uh, a member of, uh, uh, he was uh, basically a Satan, a practicing Satanist, but also a high ranking colonel. At the Presidio, which was accused of, uh, you know, the same things like McMartin, uh, the preschool, like uh, child molestation and things like that. So there's a connection with a lot of these different things.
0: Man. And just so you're aware, folks, the kernel of Satan is right below the dingleberries. Um, But let's um, let's move on. So the uh, (laughs) (laughs) the, uh, this one from MSN uh, that uh, submitted by Graves, uh, self-radicalized teen reveals Why he attacked NYC cops with machete Uh, says the teen accused of attacking the New York Police Department officers with a machete on New Year's Eve allegedly had a goal of killing a uniformed officer, according to the criminal complaint. As we have read Um, next, we had uh, from this is ABC seven eyewitness news that Trevor Bickford machete attack suspect in NYC, likely motivated by uh external Trevor Bickford. And at least they did it sort of objectively where it says likely motivated. Like, it's still suggestive, right? But it's not like yeah, they have a... They don't know it. Like, yeah. I, especially with stuff that are like inner thoughts, right? We're talking about somebody's inner thoughts. So, like, for, for us to provide any sort of analysis or perspective on here, you know, there's a lot of speculation that occurs there. But to do a proper, like, journalistic, you know, what their duty is as a journalist, these these articles, um, they should point out stuff like that, that it is... You maybe a likely or, you know, you know suspected. And I, I like those types of terms that they use. When they come up with something so definite, that's when I really start paying attention because that's a big sign of what we were talking about when it comes to coordination. Like when you see oh, here. Yeah,
3: like, like with Vegas. So, like, no, he was within like what, like a couple of hours? No, he was the lone gunman. How do you know that? You're I'm general, like, glad H. you brought America. that up.
0: Yeah, because in the first article we read, Graves, that you submitted, it said, uh, lone wolf. Right here and appeared. Can to I just throw something? And they don't know that, that at all. Yep, yep. They don't know that at Can all. Can I
1: just throw something out there? Yeah. Trevor Bickford sounds like a guy that you play fucking squash with. That is the least Islamic extremist name I've ever heard before. Maybe pickleball now. Travis,
4: Travis Trevor Pickle. <laughs> Trevor Pickle. Trevor Pickle. Yeah,
1: only wears polo shirts and sperry topsiders. <laughs> pickleball.
2: Okay, okay check out the guy. He like, <laughs> says
0: Buffy a lot. Buffy, ha <laughs> ha. I've never played the pickleball. I'd probably suck at it. Uh, John Henry and I tried playing. Did we try playing squash one time? Didn't we get hit? Did I get hit in the eye or something like that? Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I that <laughs> yes. Yes. Like Mr.
4: Lisa,
0: what six. were you going
3: to say? Sorry.
2: <laughs> Neighbors of accused cop slasher Trevor Bickford stunned by Islamist radical allegations.
1: They're uh, always stunned, the neighbors. Yep. Until until somebody isn't, right? Mm-hmm. So, inevitably, what happens every time is somebody's going to come out, whether it's a co worker, a fellow student, an ex girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Somebody will come out and go, yeah, I don't know. He just, guess, you know, sort of say some crazy the things. Ex girlfriend I was really worried and didn't want to say anything. And he was hanging it out says, with this guy, Chris Graves, a lot.
2: Like, Chris Graves wearing, wearing religious garb. <laughs> What'd you say? Trevor, it says Trevor Bitford began wearing, quote, religious garb. Oh, uh, yeah. So was it a trench coat by any chance? Well, yeah, I'm surprised they was, didn't use that photo. On.
1: Was it a priest's outfit? Yeah.
2: Was that was that hey, too man. politically incorrect to use that photo?
1: Did he start wearing a hijab? Where's
3: the photo of like, It's all photoshopped where he's all wide eyed and doesn't look human because
1: that usually comes to. Oh, yeah, that's coming the crazy eyes are coming
0: yeah i could see there being a lot more uh heat on the religious community if there was like a machete pope out there not encouraging one obviously but you know if, the, if is this a man, was a different, i'm
3: going to not
0: start a yeah machete pope yeah, machete pope. yeah that, that's that's hey, a grand core it? song if i've ever heard a title for one
2: look at this you're describing one of no
0: splinters yes yes the
2: sleepy <laughs> town the sleepy new england town ta- hometown
0: sleepy. sleepy lobster. quiet story. local boy Oh, everybody's got to be scared now. Everybody's got to be scared now. Well, that's and that's another thing, too. Like, it's the quiet local boys that fit this one particular, um, you know, frame, right, that, that fit within that box. You know, they're not talking about the radicalization of all these leftists going around and burning things down during Black Lives Matter riots. They're not talking about like the the, the occupation of Seattle <laughs> and Oregon, Portland, Oregon and other places like that. Sleepless, sleepless in Seattle. Yes. Yeah, so very, very sleepless
2: Former a student, especially when they're burning down the Capitol
0: building, you know, in Seattle or whatever. Meg Ryan, yeah.
2: Yep. Right. Former honor student who was once a member of the Wells High School Championship football team. Wow. And was the recipient of a school art award for his jewelry creations. Jewelry creations? And he worked for a uh, for a resurrection golf, a groundskeeping company.
0: Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. I mean golf is very no, no, no. frustrating. No, no, no. He folks. sounds like he was a Gilmore <laughs> girls fan, you know, or seven seven. I can see him just leaving the golf course like he just like after you know triple quadruple bogeying on a on a putt. <laughs> just like you know what that's it grabs machete you know drop drops nine iron you know whatever you know like all in one <laughs> yeah golf is really frustrating that's why i stick to the miniature golf the miniature golf is much more exciting but um and then uh let's see here uh the next one i think yeah it was also from eyewitness seven uh from Grace. says machetes uh attack suspect remains hospitalized amid investigation into possible terrorism so, yeah, he um, apparently he did run in with uh, some other officers eventually. And that oh, didn't go so well okay. for old Trevor. But, uh, Stephen Paddock with with uh,
3: ISIS, they, they, they said that at the beginning, too, that he was uh, ISIS took credit
0: and that uh, Paddock was radicalized. You remember that? All that stuff went away. Well, here's here's a wild card question, too. Um, what now that he's alive? You know, like that's that's another thing. Like these these suspects and stuff like that, these these patsies, maybe, you know, that are set up in these situations, they 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 tend to die. Um, Oswald was shot by Ruby. You know, this they're, they're, the, the the people that are in these situations, oftentimes like they they, they get rid of them somehow because, uh, well, or they put
3: them in the Supermax, like Wattner and uh, the Batman shooter, James Holmes. Uh, he just they
0: disappear. Yeah, they disappear. Was he
2: wasn't shot.
0: Well, it says here that uh, the main team charged in the attack on officers made statements to investigators that strengthened the belief that their att- that the, their attack was motivated by Islamic extremism. Um, it also said he's expected to be arraigned on attempted murder charges soon, uh, but he remains hospitalized with a gunshot wound to the shoulder. Good shoot. Um, it's it's hard to hit a shoulder. Um, oh, to the shoulder. You know, you're you're, Excuse you're taught me to aim uh, center mass, you. you know, and center masses, you know, type of shots are meant to stop. And when you stop somebody like that with unloading your clip into their center mass, um, they don't live, <laughs> you know? So all, all, all that uh, ability, like, especially with um, adrenaline flowing and everything for anyone out there, that's, you know, never shot a gun folks. Let me tell you, um, you're bleeding like crazy. <laughs> oh, dude. Like if, if if, if you're shooting that gun at this, you know, supposed machete attacker, first off, um, knives versus guns, you'd be surprised at who wins a lot of those uh, <laughs> those combat situations. I know, John Henry, you're familiar with like some some type of combat training and things. Uh, a a guy really with a knife money. closing in on you, <laughs> um, and yeah. you have a gun, you're not necessarily the best position. Standing still <laughs> and trying to fire into center mass, even.
1: Uh, no, you know, you got to make space, move backwards, yeah. post with an arm. So um, kind of like an NFL in, quarterback
0: running back from, you know, into the, you know, backwards in the pocket yeah. and firing yeah, a he pass has real places, yeah. No, it's um, yeah, when, when
1: you're talking about super close proximity, but there's a lot of training you can do for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, not good. But here's the other part you uh, going back to situational awareness matters more than any type of training because right, it's the art of avoidance which is the most important part because realistically uh, if somebody comes up behind you and you have no idea they're there it doesn't matter how much fucking training you have if you don't have that situational awareness you got problems unless you're Jason Voorhees amen then, then you can't die so it doesn't matter
0: but it says the knife was Thank old you. and <laughs> rusty and was purchased in May <laughs> so like, he he purchased an old rusty uh machete uh, listen, on purpose. Uh,
1: I'm gonna go ahead and go on a limb here and say that uh none of this makes sense.
0: Yeah, because it says he so, withdrew thousands of dollars in cash. If you have thousands mm, of dollars in cash, mm, you can't go to a Home Depot and get a new machete. <laughs> like, you can't buy an old go, rusty one. Like you does it have to be, at be Walmart?
1: You can go to Ace Hardware, you can yeah. go anywhere and get a new machete.
0: You go to your local listen school to this.
2: you know? Yeah. Like, I have an article that says he's expected to die.
0: Uh oh. Trevor
2: is expected to die
0: from a shot to the shoulder. Hey, I mean, did they make an artery?
1: Is anybody on here surprised to hear that? <laughs>
0: I'm just glad it wasn't
3: Jesse Ventura. That's all. That's yeah, yeah.
0: All. <laughs> drink, folks. All right, uh, yeah, Lisa, if you can send that. that to the brave chat. I'll, I'll pull out that article and put it on uh, the Substack. Yeah, drink, folks. <laughs>
1: well, Chris Kyle had enough training that he would have blasted that fucker off the off the planet and jesse ventura, and jesse ventura. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah jesse
2: ventura <sighs> would have cried all oh over my him. god oh my they
0: god people, people <laughs> are going to be so drunk already it's only the first hour uh, <laughs> but um all right so let's move on to the next of the big five uh, while lisa sends that article over too um because uh, i think this is uh the last of the articles that you sent oh i think there might be one more grace but yeah suspect converted to jihadism before New Year's Eve machete attack on NYPD Times Square cops sources, that's from Daily News and this one is a uh, suspect of machete attack on NYC cops made Islamist extremist postings oh there it is, just so we were talking channel, about
3: the shooters
0: always have an internet trail that you can't prove whether it was them or not Oh yeah, and like weird channels, you know, too, where like they espouse all kinds of like off the wall type of like stuff. Like Lautner, Gary Lee Lotner,
3: and mm-hmm. G- Gabby Giffords. Like she was like one of his only uh, friends on his YouTube page, I think. Yeah. Gabby Giffords, yeah, yeah the yeah. actual like Congress person.
0: Yeah, they're kind of like the bots on Twitter, only maybe real people um, that are uh, sucked into this uh, extremist or whatever you want like type of narrative. Um, guess what they did that with the the Christchurch shooter guy too. You know, like they all have they all have that trail, that online trail. And then that's the influence too of like the media companies because you think that the social media companies don't know that those accounts exist. And if there is coordination between the social media companies and the FBI, of which this guy was on their watch list, you don't think that the FBI ever just picked up the phone and said to hey Whoever, whatever social media company that this guy had accounts on, hey, we want to see what this guy's up to. You don't think they would have done that? If well, they're they watching know, they're us and big censoring big us. Big and listen to this.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes.
3: They're yeah. too busy wait. bringing down COVID awareness. Uh, no, no, no. Wait, listen, yeah, yeah. I'm going
2: to send you an article from CNN. Oh, he, was, he was uh, supposedly... Um, Investigated, uh, spoken to by the FBI in mid December. I'm sending you that article right now. So it was
0: Adam Lanza, apparently. Yep. Yeah, Adam Lanza before he, well, supposedly did all that stuff too, right? Ah, uh, yeah. And th- th- that's what I'm saying. He told folks. his mother that he would make a great agent one day too, and that's in the New York Post. Oh, uh, there you go. Episode. Yep. There you go. I mean, just just going to support what we were talking about, guys. Like, oh, you, yeah, you you could be in the military a uh, young shooter, you know, prospect, <laughs> you know, you, you could, you could be, you could do something really great. Just, you know, uh, come with us. We're going to put you in this room and we're going to brief you on what's going to happen. Um, Virginia Tech. Yeah. Be here at this time. Um, use this, you know, we'll, or, or, you know, maybe pick up one of these. Um, if you have trouble getting any of the fertilizer stuff, maybe for the, for the bombs, we'll, we'll help you get that, you know, <laughs> keep playing the
3: first person shooters uh, cartridge. We just gave you,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure make sure that you talk a lot about like how you love this first person shooter thing because we're we're gonna blame it all on that, <laughs> you know. We're gonna blame it all on the Marilyn Manson music that you're listening to too, you know. Yeah, <laughs> Marilyn
3: Manson, who also said, "Oh, uh, I was recruited when
0: I was a kid." Well, that would not shock you know? me. Yeah, you know, with somebody with somebody with that, um, there's a certain thing about charisma, right? that people that have the ability to influence people and 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 use that power of suggestion on people to get them to do things i mean it Los definitely yeah. Yeah. yeah it definitely exists in the world and it exists in many of the different you know facets of of our infrastructure in, in society um then why wouldn't that same type of infrastructure exist when it comes to radicalizing people and and making them do these sort of things too guess you
2: what know? he has a diary oh they yeah still-
3: they said Osama bin Laden's mother also said that. oh, they radicalized my son. There you go.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and when you talk about like how that can be done, again, it's just the, finding finding people that you can isolate them and then regurgitate that information into their feed over and over and over again. Nowadays, when they're young and impressionable and yeah, 17 you make them watch marathons and Golden Girls. Oh, that'll yep. definitely do it. I'll definitely John do it. Henry. <laughs> So, um, no, I think, uh, yeah, I think we have gotten through um, most of this now. Oh, this is uh, so great. So when, when we're getting into this topic with the NFL, um, you had sent yeah, this, this. I think kind this of is a primary. It was like, are they mm-hmm. going to start like trying to blame these
3: type of drugs instead of the vaccines for all these questionable deaths and uh, people collapsing? Yeah, I it just took it stood out to me like possible to
0: have a scapegoat, folks. They gotta be able to blame it on something. Oh, all these all these players are dropping dead of myocarditis or something. Oh, well, it had to have been just COVID. Because you can't you can't blame the disease. You can't like hold the disease accountable, right? So if you just say it's this supposed naturally occurring thing, which it probably Probably isn't at all, um, but uh, you, you claim that oh, the COVID causes myocarditis too. So that must have been it—that he had a prior case or something like that, or maybe he had a case because he got the shot and it wrecked his immune system, and then the COVID gave him myocarditis. Maybe yeah, they'll even admit that. Are watching, yeah, that one right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll even admit that. But just like they'll never admit that the medicine. That he may have taken that wasn't medicine that was, you know, some type of experimental. You got um, all these boosters, right? I mm-hmm. feel like the, these boosters and everything are keeping your immune system down. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's the uh, Goldman Sachs subscription train. You know, like that. that's w- once you uh, once you buy the ticket, you're on that fucking ride. Like we were telling people over a year ago, John Henry, that if they decided to jump on the vaccine train, that the booster shots they're just never going to end because the way that this thing works, even it doesn't allow it to work more than a couple of weeks in your system before it fades away. Before a occurs. vaccine it is not supposed
3: to just lessen the effects of it; it's supposed
0: Correct. to keep you from getting it at all. Yeah, or pass your well, blood-brain so. barrier. True. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, bullshit. Yeah. Do or, you, or, you know, Get throughout your entire bloodstream. You know, instead of just being in the muscle, localized where it's supposed to be. All that stuff.
2: Do you remember know yeah, like they the were blaming all that
0: concussion from the NFL? Oh, have, the CTE scandal. Yeah, like Aaron Hernandez and people like that talking about killers. Yeah, I mean, was he um, on?
2: Was he on, on Alzheimer drugs too?
0: Well, that's something too. Like I, I've, I've, I've watched NFL a lot in my life, and not so much recently, especially as it's become more politicized. Like I just, I don't want to give them my views. Um But when. It, it, when it Take comes a to like, a knee, yeah, yeah, taking a knee and all that other bullshit. But I, I love wrestling. And growing up, I was a big fan of the wrestler Chris Benoit. And when Chris Benoit murdered his wife and son, well, supposedly I'll say, um, you know, Chris Benoit, they, they, they talked about all the head injuries that he sustained being a wrestler. And it's certain. Uh, and I know plenty of you know different wrestlers have had concussion issues. Uh, you know Brian Danielson being one of the uh, the most notable ones as of recent too. Uh, with all the different concussion protocols that they have now, and a lot of that came about after Benoit's death. It's just that you know, think of the future liability that the NFL or a body like that, an institution like that, holds if it comes out that this entire time that they knew about what this did to people's brains. Just like with you know, when it came out that you know the the tobacco companies knew that that tobacco was not only uh, you know, addictive but cancerous and things of that nature, um, that that liability is gigantic. They have to blame it on something else. They have to blame it on something that can't point the finger at them. So they go they go to these uh, you know new mystery illnesses like CT was just like you had people run full speed headfirst into one another what the fuck do you think is going to happen to their brain? Bless you, Lisa. But, um, Oh yeah. Get it. Don't throw your back out or neck out or something like that. I've done that sneezing. Yeah. That's not good. (laughs) (laughs) I've had those days where it's just like, Oh, I feel great today. And then I sneeze and then I'm crippled for the rest of the day. So
3: yeah, that was like me in the, in the bathroom, you know? Yep.
0: That (laughs) happens. Um,
3: just, uh, just, just for a second there, your NFL thing. Yeah. Just look at those two links real quick on the side. Uh, What do you guys think about that?
0: Oh, there we go. NFL agrees to reimburse U.S. taxpayers $720,000 for paid patriotism. That's out of millions, by the way. What? It says the NFL is reimbursing U.S. taxpayers more than $720,000 in so-called paid patriotism money that the teams took from the military. It says a giant American flag. yeah, Yeah, that's just
3: thousands. It was actually millions of taxpayer dollars. Hmm.
0: Yeah, paid patriotism money that the teams took from the military to allow things like Keller Guard, dis- Keller Guard displays and video tributes at pro football games. Take a knee. Okay. Yep, yep. And in a letter, well, exactly. Who's who's paying them for that? Who's influencing that? Like, where's the, where's the coordination to allow stuff like that to happen, too? You think it's organic and spontaneous and grassroots? Like, I think a lot of that shit is astroturfed. And this is kind of what leans to that. Like they, yeah, don't do it they have mistakenly to their heart.
3: applied to appreciation activities rather than recruitment efforts. Yep.
0: Well, yeah. And this is, well, uh, this I mean, is long been a mainstay. I mean, this is, this is normie culture, you know, tier a, this is the NFL folks. This is the most normal basic bitch, you know, type of Westernized culture that you can get. And it's completely co-opted. You know, by the military you, industrial complex. If you, see, it, the, the, you, if you yeah. see the link underneath
3: it, it actually shows you the millions. Wow. The PBS thing right there on the side. Yeah. It, it says in the millions, uh, defense department paid just to honor the troops instead of like, you would think that, you know, we would do that anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You think they do it out of the goodness of their heart? No. No, this is paid. It's what we were talking about the other night, guys. It's paid. Well, Five million, but they only agreed to pay back what seven hundred twenty thousand. With the other mm-hmm. article, yeah. yeah. Well, that's how it always works, too. I mean, like it's like BP and like they 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 wreck the the ocean or something like that. They, they just pay a small it, yeah, fine. And they disappeared.
3: Yeah. Yeah? That story, It was the worst environmental thing of all time, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> they still make
0: money. They just made a little less money. You know, so it's like you you make a billion dollars, you lose two hundred fifty thousand because you got to pay a fine for like wrecking the ocean. You still made a billion (laughs) dollars. You know, it's like you lost a little bit on that, but you still gained. So accounting is uh, like Hollywood accounting, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. When it comes to that five point four
3: million was given to 14 NFL teams across the country to honor the soldiers and veterans at games and investigation revealed. Wow. Yeah.
0: You have to
2: pay. To salute, wow, mm hmm. Well, that's a that's, whole new uh, that's a whole new pay to play. <laughs>
0: I like hockey. Well, and it says Jeff Flake called out the spending as an egregious and unnecessary waste of taxpayer dollars, but he doesn't talk about it being propaganda, though. Like, that's exactly. one of the things about this. Like, how many people you know get propagandized into trusting and believing um, yeah. in the military industrial complex? from these, and all those
3: young kids too that are like oh i'm gonna you know it makes it easier to recruit when they're seeing all these displays that are paid for you know yeah and not by the nfl
0: yeah i mean this these ideas just don't pop into people's heads folks i mean they're 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 brought up in in this ether you know where they're they're trained their brains are trained to respect and do certain things and i'm not saying that we can't you know respect our our service members, we have friends, good friends of ours at the show that are service members. We're not knocking their service, right? We're saying that the people in charge, the people in power are propagandizing people. And they always do. I mean, but you know, when it comes to like the national guard contributing 5.3 million in taxpayer money, you know, it says the bulk of the DOD payments, like uh, what, what does that really serve? You know, does, does that serve our country? Like it's supposed to, you know, to do that. I,
2: I wonder why is this coming out now?
0: Oh yeah, well, the, they're not really talking about it all that much. I bet you all the mainstream, you know, media stuff—they're they're not really covering stories. Well, this is right from us. a few years ago. Yeah, too. Yeah, this came out a few years ago too, but still, 2015. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's still something where we don't we don't talk about how the government or government related organizations or agencies how they propagandize us through the media. Because that would blow the whole scheme up, right? And even yeah. sports.
3: Now you like, know, it always was like this, though. But it, like, every aspect of our
0: lives, man. Oh hell yeah! Like Lisa, you're familiar with rackets, right? Like you don't want to expose the racket, <laughs> you know? Because that is it's it's an influence racket. It's influence rackets. Dudley Butler. Yeah, yep. like if you if you're it's the NFL. Racket. And you're like, I got, I got this, you know, uh, type of influence on this demographic, you know, young men, you know, especially uh, like uh, where I'm from in the Northeast football is, is a, a, not just a pastime. It's, it's a religion. It's, it's an industry and it's an industry of, of, of people's bodies and brains. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's it's. Yeah, and that's and that's what you get. You get you get Tom Brady on a giant, you know, big fat head sticker on your wall when you're growing up. You know, you you get them in the 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 highlights with the the classical. I used to love like the old uh, HBO show, like Inside the NFL, when they would show the clips of the games and they would put the classical music to it. You know, it's just so powerful and romantic. Trading
2: cards too. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Trading cards, uh, memorabilia, um, collectibles. All that stuff—it places such a high value on such a, you know, inconsequential activity. It's it's this guy throwing a ball, you know. Yeah. And then you get and then well, then you get into the betting, right? I mean, yeah. that's when you want to talk about the dark side of life and and just like the underbelly of this of, of people and organizations in this country and the organized crime in this country too. Then yeah. you get into the betting stuff, and that's really nasty. Oh, dude. And I have friends, too, that, you know, the leg breakers. love them to death. God bless them. Right. But they yeah. I have friends that are addicted to gambling and being addicted to sports gambling and stuff like that, that, that ruins families, ruins families. Yeah. You know, it's just especially young men, you know, that have the allure of, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm really good at this fantasy football thing. So, you know, I'm going to I'm going to get on my phone or I'm going to go to the casino and I'm, I'm going to bet the farm on, you know, this football game. And then yeah. the football they lose the football game. Or well, the football game is thrown because there's always that. Yeah, too. You're, like, you're, you're yeah, usually you're, the you're, game is thrown too, or the they someone's paying them to be yeah, patriotic. We're it, yeah, know? we're we're taking for granted. Speaking of Tom Brady, you know, we're taking for granted that the rules that are in the game are actually being observed. <laughs> oh, know? here we go. Deflategate. gate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are we yeah. talking about the Dingleberries again? No, but yeah. uh <laughs> That guy was a jerk to me before he was even famous. Yeah. Well, well, not a not a shocker, and that's probably because yeah. that's probably what it takes to get into those positions, right? You, you have to be oh, an yeah. asshole.
4: <laughs> oh, all
3: kinds, even being executives and different, you know, different ways of life and everything. Yeah, usually you got to be ruthless and uh, you know sociopath. Trump.
0: Yeah, cut cut from all out. the same asshole cloth. No. <laughs> but um, not Jesse, uh, not Jesse Ventura. Now, um, but yeah, let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about Demar Hamlin's cardiac oh, arrest. I'm gonna skull it. Yeah, skull it, Drake. Um, it says Demar Hamlin's cardiac arrest becomes vaccine talking point. This is from the Post. It says the NFL incident has been weaponized. Oh, there you go. There's a editorial type of word added there by both sides of the COVID divide. In Wuhan or, or in our uh, <laughs> well, analysis. Lab. So at least this is marked as analysis and not an actual article because I'm sure there's actual you know news articles in the news section that are worded exactly like that. But it says here, folks, if you're not familiar with the story, um, for those of, the, those of you that are listening, uh, it says during the Monday night game between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills, two of the biggest teams in the NFL – 24-year-old Bills safety DeMar Hamlin collapsed after making a seemingly routine tackle of Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins. Hamlin, an unheralded 2021 draft pick out of the University of Pittsburgh, had managed as an important player for the Bills in his second season. So initial commentary focused on the injury's impact to his team However, yeah, they're just like, oh, this really hurts the team. He's laying there not breathing. Uh, But uh, yeah, great great sportscasters there. Great sportscasters. It shows you how they value. This is what I was talking about. It's a meat trade. You know, it's just it's like they're traded like cattle. They really are. And like, especially college, like uh, that's a whole other thing we could get into. What what colleges do to recruit athletes and how they're treated when it comes to like their scholarships and their education and everything like that. Uh, But it says here that, however, as the minutes passed and Hamlin was administered CPR prior to being uh, transported to a hospital, concern shifted to the players' well-being. After hours of delay, the game was suspended. A first for the NFL. Wow. Where prior injuries, including the career-ending cervical vertebrae breakages that paralyzed stars Daryl Stingley and Dennis Byrd, had only briefly interrupted the state of play. So here's a crazy question. I'll flip back to the panel. Why suspend the game? Like if they, if they didn't suspend the game after someone severed their fucking spine. Yeah. Why would they do it here?
3: Cause they thought he was going to die. And then that would have been even more headlines <laughs> right then and there. Hey, why did he die?
0: Yeah. I guess they didn't want people watching where they gave the update. You know, <laughs> right. I remember when uh, Owen Hart uh, fell speaking of wrestling and stuff like that. Oh, again, yeah. I remember when he fell from, you know, the rafters, uh, you know, descending as the blue blazer. And then I remember Jim Ross, the announcer, having to get on with a teary-eyed Jerry Lawler sitting next Jerry to him. Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Yep. And had to say uh, you know, to the to the crowd watching the live pay-per-view that Owen Hart was no longer with us. You know, and then the backstage talent exists. had to shoot. Cool. You know, oh yeah. And the backstage talent all... had to still do interviews and they were all in tears yeah. and everything like that. Like, how do you cut a promo on your opponent when your good friend just fell from the sky? Yeah, it's, it's so right insane. <laughs> Oh yeah, but uh and and the other thing too uh speaking of Jerry Lawler, Chris, I watched an awesome little documentary the other night um about Jerry Lawler's son's death. I had oh. no idea the type of conspiracy that surrounds the death of Brian yeah. Christopher, the son of Jerry Lawler.
3: Yeah, wow. are we talking about Jerry Lawler? We're we talking Jerry about Lawler. the other the yeah. other wrestler uh that played uh, that was in the movie The Punisher is the Russian uh what's his name? Um he did uh Oh, keep talking. I'll look it up. But he, oh, Kevin Smith.
0: Kevin Smith. Yeah.
3: No, no, not Kevin Smith. That's Silent Bob. Um, no, Kevin.
0: No. Um, Kevin Nash. Kevin, Kevin Nash. Nash. So cheese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <that's Yeah>. <laughs> I'm talking to you, so I'm just like I always. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin Nash. <laughs> yeah. Freudian he did not You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> drink. Yeah. Yeah. No, drink. Uh, yeah. But yeah, um, are we
3: talking about the Jerry Lawler's son, died too? Yeah.
0: Jerry Lawler's son, Brian oh, Christopher, um, supposedly hung himself in prison. Um, but uh, oh. it's claimed by Lawler, according to the documentary that I watch that um, and Lawler, they play plenty of audio clips of Lawler talking about it, too. It wasn't just like some randos claim in a little documentary, right? right? Like they right. had um, Jerry Lawler talking about how it, his son had prior run ins with the police and did not have a great relationship with them. And he suspected that the police murdered his son and hung him in his cell to make it look like he killed himself. So they epsteined him basically.
3: Well, that Oh ha- well, yeah, they did the, like the one of the guy the the people from Oklahoma City too. Yeah, in his cell, and uh, the guy had like uh, literally bruises ar- around like, all over his body, like
0: he was manhandled. But yeah, he he hung himself. Well, and it goes back to that captive audience thing too. It's so much easier to coordinate a cover up, like a like like murdering somebody that knows things, when you have them in a high security prison and the cameras seem to go out. No. <laughs> as we as we've learned over the past few years folks but um now it says uh you know here um i'm uh, gonna go on to the the next one here it says uh this was from uh Newsone. it's a uh, anti-vax mega republicans so yeah you have to You have to throw in all these different labels. They love labeling theory in in print media, don't they, John Henry? Because they want to pull it to be
3: like, oh, this guy's uh, death doesn't really matter. He was a MAGA jerk.
0: But that's the first association. That they got to throw out there, like not just anti-vax, but then also MAGA. You gotta, you gotta bring Trump and that type of politics and how people feel about just that term alone, because that's how labeling theory works. You start attaching yeah, bring, this you negative bring COVID label
3: and January 6 into yep. the mix of your article.
0: Yep, you gotta attach this negative label to people, so every time that somebody's scrolling through their feed and they see that attached to something, they're like, oh, that thing, bad. You know? I'm not gonna
3: look even. I'm not even gonna see the details,
0: which will contradict yeah. the uh, the title altogether, usually. Yep. And then and that's I mean, Graves, correct me if I'm wrong here, man. That's what I would call brainwashing. Like if you restrict yeah, somebody's yeah. amount of the amount of information of people can receive about what reality is, you can effectively brainwash them. self censorship too, on oh, the run. Be like, oh, 100%, oh, I'm not gonna yeah. click that. He's a MAGA jerk. Yep. Yep, I'm not going to support that guy. He was a MAGA guy. Oh, like all these other things. So You also have the the, uh,
3: the Jerry Lawler uh, files a lawsuit thing I just put in the link there that backs up what you just
0: said. Oh, heck yeah, man. Yeah, let me pull that up and bookmark that too. That's what's awesome about our show, folks, is that we do uh, research in real time here. So as we bring things up on the show, since we're all connected to the internets, we use it before the window closes on it and we archive and bookmark that information. Oh, that, that that auto played fuck that but um yeah <laughs> sorry no that's okay that. no let's go back to uh let's go back yeah. to uh talking about damar hamlin so here's my thing um i have to bring up wrestling again but since we're on that a couple of years ago a, a guy that ray the wrestler ray mysterio was wrestling i believe it was in mexico uh i could have been wrong there but uh the guy had a prior that mysterio was wrestling. Uh, pronouns there we go um the, the person <laughs> that ray mysterio was wrestling um took a drop kick and the way that a lot of these guys take drop kicks to make it look a little bit more real is that they'll actually connect their feet they won't just like whiff them barely you know like they'll do right. with certain punches and things where they'll react but like they'll kind of push off them a little bit and i think mysterio did that to the guy and pushed him on the side of his neck and the guy's neck broke and the guy oh. died right in the ring and the way that the oh, guy yeah. died from his broken neck, though, is that his, you know, his, his heart stopped. He stopped breathing, you know. So whenever I saw this Damar Hamlin thing and I saw the hit that he took, and even though it looked like and many people describe it as a routine hit, I mean, there can be routine punches, too. But if somebody routine punches me in the face and I fall and hit my head, um, <laughs> I'm, right. I'm still fucked. You know it's just like the, it, could, it, it I could I could have tripped over a guy you know and it could have been anything I could trip over a table leg right now and, and fucking off myself you know' as those, those clumsy as I am where you won't go. People yeah, to the yeah, yeah, yeah not not <laughs> intending on offing myself folks yeah just let everybody else there out there know yeah. but uh no but when it comes to like these types of Great. incidents like that my mind if it wasn't um a cardiac arrest due to the vaccine um, my thoughts immediately were to some sort of neck injury because I know that those type of neck injuries, especially like if you have like an un you know an unknown injury too, like something which just like, oh, I have this weird tingling sensation or I got, you know, like this uh, burning nerve pain or something like that. But I'm just yeah. going to ignore it because I'm getting paid millions of dollars to play this fucking game and I only have one chance in my life. You know, it's like we were talking about with recruiting people for the military and their desperation. Like if you're a player yeah. like Damar Hamlin, who wasn't a first round draft pick who he, he's, he's not going to be on the cover of uh Madden NFL, you know, next year or anything like that. You know, even right. though there is a curse you know, I've heard about the people being on Madden <laughs> NFL covers, but uh, yeah. we'll have to delve into that. Maybe uh, sometime too, like those types of curses, uh, that'd, yeah, be a, I mean, that'd be a fun special to do. The curse of poltergeist. Oh yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> people that worked in certain movies, Amityville horror. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Exorcist. exorcist. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, you know, we, we said it like the same time. Drink. <laughs> drink yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, like those those types of what were we talking about? I got so excited about saying No, he's like he's
3: not like a star <laughs> player, so everything matters right now. Like
0: yeah. he's he's like on the spot, you know. So you'd play with a broken neck. I mean, if Kurt Angle can wrestle in the Olympics with a broken freaking neck, this guy can oh, get out God. there and get past you know, NFL men. Like if he never reported an injury to his spine or neck. Right. You know, and just got past the trainers with it, and was out there and took a hit at the wrong angle. That's all it takes, guys. And and yeah. like uh, human beings can withstand a lot of damage, but it's it's a funny thing. like, turn, you know,
4: like I know you a guy know that, that, that stepped
0: off a curb and ripped tore his Achilles, and it rolled up all yeah. the way into his calf. Just stepping off oh. a curb, you know, really? and he was he was running. He was a runner. Like he was just you know, and it, it may have oh. like been stress on you know that tendon and stuff like that from his running. You know, that's another right. reason why I don't run. Um, other yeah, me than the too. fact that I'm bad yeah. at it and I hate it. Um, <laughs> sad, <but> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Thank> yep. <laughs> the breathing the breathing and the running <laughs> at the same time. It's not the running the motion. The running thing in yeah. general, yeah. I can do I, the running yeah. motion, but it's breathing after like the first minute or so that I'm like, Ugh, you know. But, what was uh, that like? <sighs> yeah yeah no, okay, okay. yeah i'm getting i'm getting better with the sound effect we'll have to have a soundboard, you know for this kind of <laughs> things yeah but <laughs> I'll, I'll need a button on on the on the stream deck that says douche, <laughs> douche. <laughs> i like sick one day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude. yes but, uh, that's that's my because i saw the comment yeah,
1: for you it'll just say jesse ventura <laughs> which is synonymous <laughs> douche
0: douche and then like maybe like the predator noise um but uh yeah anyway. time to bleed <laughs> but uh, john henry like well, i saw a lot of the comment sections on instagram cuz i think you sent me um that that little clip and and everything of him taking the hit and then standing up and passing out and in the comment sections it seems like people were going straight to the vaccine thing which i get nowadays because of what's been happening in soccer and other you know sports around the uh, around the world what's happened to uh champion you know Free divers. I remember covering that type of story a couple months ago. There's been all sorts of pilots. <laughs> the thing that's going on with pilots right now, mm-hmm. not being able to fly uh, because of blood clots. What is that? Yeah. What is that? I'm
3: out of the loop. What's going oh, on? With
0: the yeah. China, to, to fill um, the
1: there was a pilot uh, that was explaining that now part of their actual pilot training and simulation training is that the other pilots uh basically blacks out ceases to be able to operate oh god yeah normal everyday occurrences folks which it's never been the case in in any historic pilot training you know know. as far as everybody going to the vaccine i think um you know there's a couple contributing factors on that one is that i think a lot of folks that are in our camp or just people that maybe don't go to that extreme and i don't i don't think that word extreme is fair um you know as far as our particular beliefs in our community um but they just want other people to fucking wake up and get it yeah right they're sick of feeling like this ostracized fucking you know leper colony of people that chose not to as our families disowned us and friends stopped talking to us and were worried about having jobs and couldn't even go to a fucking restaurant to eat dinner um you, you, know, you think it's there's just gonna like, be an see, earnest
0: investigation into his like into his incident too like that's the thing no. about us and like, being well, isolated in this community yeah. too is like we can all have these beliefs about what could be happening but what it really takes to prove that this is what happened to this young man is well, that they know. have to do a medical investigation and prove what happened and demonstrate what happened yep. to us well he's, you, he's, alive. he's alive, alive. he's yeah, done the investigation exactly, exactly.
1: yeah yeah, the CDC and the the you know WHO they've done investigations in the origins of COVID too, and we see how well that's worked out. And there's a lot of money. Michelle Walensky she investigated <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, Michelle
0: Walensky will be on uh, the CNN tomorrow saying that oh, this was this was nothing. This is a nothing burger. Yeah, they'll be using the CIA talking point. <laughs> He's That was it. That was his problem. Yeah. Well, yeah. He here's the, the other thing.
1: So in um, in football, there has been approximately 1.7 million tackles. Uh, and the the allegation of the, you know, being hit on the chest at the exact moment in between heartbeats, it's never happened. Yeah. So, you know, you see all of these professional athletes. You also see the other gentleman. I believe he was a Jaguars player.
0: Uh, yeah. Wasn't he was like 38 years old or something 38 like years yeah. old,
1: very outspoken, said that people that aren't vaccinated should be in jail. Oh, yeah. uh, yep. He died of acute heart failure this week. Um, wow. You know, and you just see a lot of these people that a lot of people are losing their lives, man. At the and, same uh, time, John
3: Henry, there was at the same time that this happened, there was uh, a, a young woman that was, uh, I think, 35 that worked for uh, CNN just dropped and dead, too. That's but the, the only, third one. Yeah. it's the third one, man. the same time, well, they, she didn't get any uh, coverage, basically, but it was at the same exact
0: time. And if she worked at CNN, what the fuck did she know? <laughs> yeah of course yeah if you're it's part nice of those Adam morning Kinzinger. calls yeah yeah if you're part of those morning calls like what are you clued in on that the rest of you're the right, American or they public does
1: this is again full speculation allegation and it's part all of that speculation yeah maybe, yeah maybe they maybe they just offed her to get Kinzinger his job because yeah. they had to scale back and didn't have enough positions available
0: right or they want to lose jobs back could be what's the title of this show going to be cry baby I hope so you, uh, yeah. machete no po- machete Pope,
4: machete, machete pope, pope.
0: Yeah, machete Pope. Is, yeah, if I'm if i flipping the the TV guide and I see Machete Pope, I'm definitely clicking on that. Like I'm I'm not sure They should, gonna lie they should like, call his like,
1: his show is going to be called the Weeping Report.
0: Yeah, the Weeping Report. <laughs>
3: Followed by
1: Machete Pope. What are
0: You Kinsky, <laughs> are you, <Kenzie>, you weeping, <laughs>
1: bitch? Oh, that's a, that's a couple hours of TV I could get behind. Dude, oh. Weepy fucker.
0: oh man but uh, let's move on to the next of the big five we've, we've talked about this uh, Damar Hamlin stuff um, I think we had a couple more articles though uh, this was uh, blaming Demar Hamlin's cardiac arrest on the COVID vaccine is wildly and irresponsibly speculative says expert is it they don't even, is it wild? They don't even bother to tell is it, you which expert it, it was like is people that just expert? read the headlines an anonymous expert. <laughs> are going to be at the water colon goes an expert said that that's not good. <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's the kind of understanding that they have, you know, before they go and put the carts back at target, they're like an expert said, <laughs> that's bad. it's wildly irresponsible. Yeah. And the, 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 like, you notice that too, with the mockingbird media is that people will repeat that line. in particularly oh, that yeah. when we talk about the CNN, CNN morning calls, when they go over <laughs> what the talking points of the day are going to be, they, they go on and they say, we feel that it's wildly irresponsible and speculative. Well, and everybody says Yeah, the the unknown source from the CIA or you know, name your agency folks yeah. says, you know, blah blah blah, wildly See, irresponsible. A law enforcement uh advisor. It's like, well, well if you make it wet
2: and wild, that'll take it to a whole new level.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, no, Lisa. There we go. There's Lisa hey, uh, <laughs> But Probably. it said um Yeah, here in this article says, yeah, shortly after DeMar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills safety who collapsed on the field following a hit uh, during the Monday night football game against the Cincinnati Bengals, people began speculating about the cause. Well, and here's what drives wild speculation. We've talked about this on the show before. You motherfuckers aren't honest with us, especially about this topic that I'm highlighting, especially about COVID. (laughs) Well, anything in general, right? But yep. especially that topic. And it's, Graves, I'm glad you brought this up about the military getting, you know, or, uh, paying off the NFL to, to <laughs> propagandize people. How much, how many billions of dollars did were they, the ad A councils and, and all Remember? these media companies and CNN and all these other papers and, and influencers, Hollywood influencers? Well, how many of Don, them were? Hey, Jeffrey said, how are. much
3: money did it take to get the uh, all the sports? teams, not just NFL, but all yes. of them, to stop what they were doing during the lockdown, and then the continued lockdown. How much did they make behind the scenes? Because they would have been bitching, like, of all well, the time that they were, you know, once we realized that the lockdowns were not really necessary, then no one bitched. Like, no executives, no uh, football owners or anything. How much did they make, especially during – well, that must have been money. De- Remember the, the that- loans the PPP or whatever loans
2: like how much did everyone get paid off tonight well, speaking because about and from department of defense perhaps yep
3: yeah in the taxpayers well it's all this 100% tax-
0: yeah. 100% and this is uh John Henry I believe you sent this over uh, I'm going to pull this over this is uh from Twitter under uh from natural immunity fuck the world which oh, I, this, I love yeah. that title. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I like the face of her too. She looks okay. nice.
4: Looks, looks, kind of she you looks kind of good. Kind of good there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, at least a, a woman with good values there. That's that's where you need to be. Um, it says um, everything wrong with health in America in one pick. And underneath it says McDonald's to use packaging to promote COVID nine uh, COVID nineteen vaccines. The oh my God! I didn't even notice. There's a needle on it. Yeah, the fast food chain is partnering with with the White House, so the government is coordinating with McDonald's to propagandize people into injecting fucking poison in their veins. How is
4: Is it going to make you eat fries when they come come for our French fries?
0: When they come for our freedom fries, folks.
2: They'll yeah. put little uh, play uh, uh, injections in the uh, Happy Meal packets with little nurses, whatever.
1: Yeah, like a, I heard a, they're going to so start green, putting ketchup and, and syringes instead of packets.
3: Like what about a bone <laughs> saw on a pizza box? Am I going to still want to eat the pizza? Like,
0: yeah, the, the J- Jamal Khashoggi stuffed crust pizza fair, from I the would, pizza buffet in Woonsocket, uh, Rhode Island. Yeah, that was. <laughs> uh, they they ripped. Uh,
3: they cut him up in pieces. Yeah. I still eat the pizza though. Yeah. That's really.
0: that's not the audio you want to listen to before you go to bed, folks. I'm just saying. Like oh, I, I watch a lot of yet. stuff late at night to catch up on I things and to prep for the show. Yeah. One one thing you don't want to do before you settle down for the evening is listen to you know, that's just oh. uh whoo yeah. Never gonna never gonna forget. Never gonna forget that Yeah, they, oh. re- they really rickled him, didn't they? Into the oh, baggies and carried <laughs> yeah. him out the whatever. Dude. But uh, oh boy. Now, um, let's go on to uh, talk about this one. And this uh, ties into our thumbnail, too, of Kevin McCarthy being uh, thrown out on the fucking streets like a bum, like he deserves. Um, It says, uh, House Speaker Race Byron Donald's responding to retribution for running against Kevin McCarthy. Here's my thing, folks. I want these motherfuckers to fight each other for forever forever. I want this to be like a, like a a game, like a seven game series, like an NFL, like an NHL playoff, like where it just never fucking ends. Yeah. Just never ends. Yes, 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 yes. Drink folks. But, um, it says here, Hunger Games, more like. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, very good reference there, too. Uh, and that's these types of people. Like, wouldn't McCarthy look better if he had, like, a little Lord Fauntleroy outfit on and, like, the white makeup, like, the people from the Hunger Games and everything, and, like, red lipstick and all that shit, and, like, just, like, the, the like, blue eyeshadow and stuff, like, these crazy Victorian creeps from that movie. I, I would love, to, I'd like to see him dressed up like that because it would be more fitting. Because, I mean, him, and I remember uh, Tucker Carlson kind of, uh, Pulling uh, McCarthy's pants down live on air when he brought up the relationship between him and Frank Luntz and all of, all of the other um, you know influence peddlers out there in, in D.C., you know, how, how it worked in, in the game when it comes to, uh, you know, being a, a non-government employee that gets to influence the government through money. I don't know what you call that other than a racket, but um, that's how it kind of works there. Whenever it comes to those those influences, those um, when it comes to paying people off to make certain decisions and to vote for certain bills, and guys like Munson, yeah, yeah, getting (laughs) Munsoned, great reference, real Um, Munson. Now it says Republicans are still deciding who will be House Speaker for the 118th session of Congress, but as Rep. Elect Kevin McCarthy. uh, or California says he is getting closer to the gavel. Some members are starting to wonder about potential retribution for voting against him. One member who is not worried is representative elect Byron Donald's out of Florida, who has received votes for the speakership and is held out against McCarthy in four of the six votes. He says, I'm six, two and 275 pounds. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> Donald said outside of the Capitol when asked by NBC News Capitol Hill correspondent Ryan Nobles if he was worried about potential retribution. How the fuck is how tall you are and how much you weigh like a factor in this? You know, especially with our evil government, like doesn't shouldn't somebody have told him like that's not going to be a thing like if they. If they want to really get yeah, retribution a real against stupid you, bro. They
3: have sonic cannons. Okay, <laughs> like, hey, I'm a yeah, tough yeah.
0: guy.
1: I'm a big, tough guy. They got voice-to-skull the the
0: technology. Like, they could just, they could get in your skull and, like, it all of your 6'2", 275 pounds. I'm sure this guy could really swing if he threw a hard punch, right? They can use their voice-to-skull technology to make you punch yourself in the nuts until you pass out, probably. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, you're... You're, you're going up against some really evil fucking people there byron if they wanted to get back at you dude doesn't matter how big you are um i hope Fauci won't be knocking on his door right <laughs> oh exactly yeah i can see fauci knocking on his door and just like fucking judo tossing him like oh you really tall huh guy <laughs> you think you think you really think you're really smart huh and then just like hip toss him, fucks him up. How did, he, how did he sound again? <laughs> yeah. That's how I imagined talk. Uh, <laughs> Are you smart? Like, what did you do? Yeah. yeah just like, kind yeah. of like a Joe Pesci, you know, it's just uh, kind of like the, yeah. Yeah. Kind of yeah, like the, I, kind of talk. I like Joe Pesci though. I do. Now like he's a douche. Pesci. Oh, that's sad. Now it says uh, Donald's initially backed McCarthy's speakership, but after the California Republican failed to reach the 218 vote threshold and two votes on Tuesday, the Florida lawmakers shifted gears. Uh, it says, the reality is, uh, in quotes, Rep. Kevin McCarthy doesn't have the votes. Donald's tweeted after changing his vote against McCarthy during the third speakership vote Tuesday. I committed my support to him publicly and for two votes on the House floor. 218 is the number and currently no one is there. Our conference needs to recess and huddle and find someone or work out the next steps. Uh yeah, keep searching, guys. Search, search as long as you want. Get out a flashlight. You know, search, search under the dingleberries if you have to. Um, just you know, as long as it takes you guys to not fucking do anything in Congress, the safer we all are. <laughs>
2: That's the best thing that could happen. Yeah, please, no. The best speaker, thing that can no happen no is luck. It's just <laughs> like every time they manage? have
0: these fucking omnibus bills where they push through like oh, trillions yeah. of dollars. Right, John Henry. They're like, oh yeah, we're gonna spend trillions of dollars, or else you know, if we don't do that. The government could shut down. The terrorists win. Yeah, yeah and that's oh, how the terrorists yeah, win. The government shuts down. Like, fuck, you know, shut it down. Shut that bitch down. Like, shut, take, it down. Yeah, shut it down. Shut it down. Take as long as you need, really. And I don't care who the hell the speaker is. Like, it's not going to make, I, I don't want one. Like, you know, like, it's not going to make a difference in fuck all in my life, you know, other than ruining no. shit that I already enjoy. Because that's what the government does. It's just like, oh, you like yes. that thing? Let us Let's fuck it up for you. <laughs> Let's. regulate it. Yeah. How, right. how many different directions and means and ways can we fuck this up? Um, but, oh well, Lauren Bobert said she's going to nominate Trump. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I mean, yeah. it's symbolic, I guess. Hasn't it been long rumored that that Trump was going to be that speaker? You know, I think. Sure. Oh, well, was Gates back. was
2: the one who who yeah. said that way back when.
0: Yeah, Matt Gates, the the guy that got. Held up on those crazy charges out of the blue. Uh yes. Yeah. Wow, um, I forgot about that. Oil can, whatever. That's uh, so. John Hattery, how do you feel about Matt Gates? Like. <laughs> like i know that I he's love
3: i love him like chris mm. kyle I, yeah. drink. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: don't love anybody more than chris kyle yes Drake. so for maybe chris graves Aww. oh that's sweet i can't say anything now you jerk i just want you to know the ghost of chris kyle's watching you when you're jerking off graves
0: i hope so and i hope he smiles disgusted he's watching it through a scope
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah while you're watching the videos of jesse ventura <laughs> looking for bigfoot <laughs>
0: Yes. No,
3: he never did that episode Yeah, I think you made that, that up out of nothing. How yeah, well, oh, dare you. Episode, I'm Jesse Ventura. and in you. this
1: episode, I'm going to check Bigfoot's prostate.
3: Okay, you, that's not even uh, John Henry doing <laughs> that now. I, like, that's all great. right. That's no,
1: enough. Moving yeah. back to your question. You know, I, I like um, I like the show that Matt Gates puts on. Mm -hmm. it's better than nothing yeah it's better than i mean fucking marjorie taylor green right now my goodness i mean she's given the proverbial blowjob to fucking kevin mccarthy in front of everybody
0: well she is newly single so um
1: i mean that (laughs) whole thing is pretty interesting actually to watch like that split between you know her beau she's like super 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 kevin mccarthy um i don't know I, i mean i like that I like that attention is being brought to this, and I yeah. like that uh, you know he's saying the right stuff. It's not accomplishing a whole lot. I don't know what it's going to accomplish. That whole yes, thing you is realize.
2: A giant you realize. Here comes that hater
1: supreme did. Bellinger. Go ahead, hater supreme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come All-time on, all time folks. Ain't nothing against Lisa. So, right. Ain't nothing.
2: I mean, come on, that guy is so putrid. I mean, but oh, here's why. Oh, he, this is why we should never trust him ever. Not that you should trust anybody, but... I'll just say I mean, red, flag loss, him, red flag loss.
0: Red flag loss, folks. It. Yeah, yes. look up Matt Gaetz and su- his yes. support of red on. flag loss. Come on. And that'll sour you to mentioned.
2: him. Hey, I, I agree haven't agree seen with his all wife all around. That. What happened to her? Uh-oh. He used to uh, He used to flaunt her. He to, uh, he to flaunt her he to, uh, he flaunt
1: her. I heard Jesse Vance or a store. So anyway... She flew the coop. And this happened my with Matt his wife. None of these guys are perfect. You know, there's a lot of dark shit that comes with all of them. That at least he's drawing attention to it and, and the dialogue is there, right? Yeah. Instead of everybody just bowing Until to Kevin McCarthy.
2: I mean,
1: we don't know. Pop, we What are his doing? They're all controlled ops, Lisa. I know they are. are. I hate them all. I hate
2: Trump. them all. Trump 2024.
1: Um, <laughs> I want Trump and the ghost of Chris Cowell to be on that ticket for vice president. Um, Jesse Ventura is perfect. So there you he go. Yes, he he's a perfect douche. douche. Um, Drake. so what's the alternative? that nobody says anything, and they just go ahead and go, yeah, okay. I mean, we know McCarthy is one of the worst rhinos that we've seen in a long time. So, uh, look, uh, for me anyway, I guess what I appreciate about Matt Gates is at least he's uh, again bringing attention to the issues, and you know, and really making sure that everybody knows who McCarthy is. So I see a positive in that character flaws. Of course, they're there. Does he do the right things for his constituents? Not necessarily, but it's better than everybody just going, you know, yes, this guy's a shoe. And again, fucking Nancy Pelosi, right? She's a proponent for McCarthy. The you know World Economic Forum has literally already posted that. And on top of that, McCarthy's already moved into the fucking speaker's office and he's not even elected.
0: So
2: it's <laughs> so beautiful. Let me tell you, that's I mean, bro- that's really rich. I mean, crazy. as long as you he have the really? right credentials,
0: yes, you can really did. you can violate wow. the rules of the Capitol. Because <laughs> Gates,
1: um, Gates actually sent a letter to I don't know what committee or mm-hmm. oversight I don't know what it is, but I mean actually mentioning when will he be taken out of that office? That is, he's a squatter in that office.
2: You know what this is though this this is what we always talk about. This is this is. uh the entertainment, like like wrestling, right? Come on, mm.
1: of course, it's Definitely. the Coliseum.
2: So, so yeah. you know, Coliseum, okay, Gates, our- you, you call out McCarthy, you know, and, and <laughs> you play this, <laughs> you play now against him.
0: On the topic on. of McCarthy, I'm going to share Are with you John McCarthy, Henry. You love Lisa? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> McCarthy of our, oh, my God. Lover? Oh, that's, that's, that's oh, the type no, of rhetoric that you run up against when you you challenge the establishment, <laughs> too. When we talked Sorry. about labeling Say, theory, that's oh what my they God, do to you.
2: John Henry, John Henry, are you using that bad logic? That's uh, I logic. mean, <laughs> he he brings good, or or that's
1: all a matter of perspective. you calm down saying that hero's name like that.
0: Speaking of heroes, heroes <laughs> hero, drink, uh, uh, heroes that we've been told are people that um, take the pharmaceutical and medical establishment's guidance in transitioning true. themselves. And That's since true. McCarthy is transitioning to speaker, uh, this is from our own John Henry via Instagram of grand old memes. Um, this is Kevin McCarthy as the <laughs> new speaker. Uh, looks like he really transitioned well. Dude Actually, really. Uh, i mean his face his face on and you know that's pretty good it it looks better than nancy's (laughs) i was gonna say that's an improvement it is kind of an improvement honestly i agree (laughs) so but um yeah so fuck kevin mccarthy but um moving on to the next of the big five let's talk about this crazy story john henry you and i love mma Uh, combat sports and things of that nature. And I I talk about wrestling incessantly on this episode already, but um, you have this, uh, what is it? Kickboxer champion, kickboxer, uh, Andrew Tate here, um, who's built up quite a uh, reputation for himself online as being a uh, misogynist influencer, it says. And this is from, when we talk about uh, the mockingbird media and their coordinated platforms in order to label and destroy people's lives. Um, This, this young man, uh, ran into a little bit of trouble in Romania after having a spat with none other than Greta Thunberg on Twitter. And I believe he told Greta to basically suck it, that he he drives whatever he wants to drive and has a bunch of Bugattis and all this stuff. And she kindly responded by telling him that he has a small dick or something. Well, apparently that small dick has been in use uh, in some type of sexual activities in Romania that uh, could be naughty. Uh, so let's see. It says uh, Andrew Tate. Was- hey, 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 that's yeah.
1: not part of the allegations. Sir.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, there is a uh, Repay. Uh, I think
1: it's kidnapping. Oh, is it? I thought well, yeah. it was kidnapping yeah, and there's, trafficking.
0: Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. Uh, uh, I, I will give a quick shout out to, uh, there's, there's a channel out there. The guy's uh, channel name is Jesse on Fire, and he's been covering a lot of MMA scandal topics like this, included the Dana White slapping um, scandal, too, that's uh, currently unfolding with the UFC. But uh, this goes into uh, Rolling Stone says Andrew Tate was kicked off of Big Brother, the show. Um, in 2016, amid a rape investigation, it says while British police investigated the misogynist influencer on suspicion of sex crimes, he boosted his profile on reality TV. via hey, News hey,
1: reports. Quick update yeah, <laughs> Gates just put his vote in for Donald J. Trump for speaker. Oh man,
0: yeah, it I know Lisa's getting excited, it started. Now, yep, how many votes do you think he's going to get, folks? Like, can we can we do like a betting poll? What do they, they have to reach 218. How many votes do you think Donald Trump is actually going to get? For
1: oh, man, this is getting interesting. I'm
0: going to say low. I'm going to go low on it. I'm going to say like five. I'm going to say he's going to I win.
1: think that's fair. I'd go nine. Yeah, I think 9 mm. Graves nine, nine to five. I going to put Marjorie Taylor Greene in a bit of a pickle.
0: I, I could see. I could see Graves doing a whole Dolly a Parton bit. <laughs> Let's do the graves. You need rhinestones. That's what you need in life, dude. I'm need to a get you some- cowboy. Yes, <gasps> yes. That's that's what you need.
1: I have a question mm. for the panel, Jesse Ventura. Yep. Thank um, you. Yes. Right. <laughs> how uh, how long do you think this is going to go on? Oh. just Let's speculate. Before there is an actual Speaker of the House nominated,
0: I don't think it's going to last more than to the end of this week because, like, the way that they typically do news cycles, as we've noticed, is that each week has to have like a new layer of the onion that they peel back on us, you know, as (laughs) as part of like the grand um, unraveling, (laughs) you know, the the ultimate unlimited hangout or unlimited, limited hangout, I should say, not unlimited. But, um, you know, it's just, uh, I don't see them carrying this much further just simply because, like, I don't know what it. I don't know what it would do, like to people realizing what we just talked about, about how the speakership not being all that important. Like it just like. I think the tricentennial. That'll be the next house. Oh yeah, <laughs> tricentennial. Man, I hope so. Man, I hope so. I they could just hold out uh, another couple years, right? Uh, of, of figuring out who's going to be in that position. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I see. The way things that seem to be unfolding with other news stories, too, um, this is a a very good distraction, too, because it's just like it's a political argument within one particular side, it seems. Uh, so it definitely it, it makes it makes the Republicans look really weak. I mean, undoubtedly. And then the mainstream media and all the big corporations that own them and the banks that own them, they probably love that shit. Um, just seeing how weakened any type of opposition uh, party would be, especially any opposition to the current establishment too. Like if people aren't voting for somebody like McCarthy, it's because he's an establishment fucking shill, and everybody knows it. And um, you know, th- the more that this goes on, the more that that gets exposed. So it's not—it's well, really going, not good for the establishment ultimately so, if this goes on further. Lisa, going opinion. back
3: to your your wrestling thing, mm-hmm. uh, I think there it like. I said before, I think they're
0: two sides of the same thing. Oh yeah. They're they're so. definitely working things against each other. Yeah. They're not there's a lot more coordination and backroom deals than we'll ever know about probably going on here. So I mean the the more that they, you know, uh pretend fight with one another, right? Uh, the more that they, they whiff with those punches and, you know, just push off on those kicks instead of landing. Yes. Up, um, the more that that happens, uh, the more that we all sit and watch and buy the popcorn and the drink, you know, and everything else that goes with it for $20. Fleshlight, yeah. <laughs> I hope yeah, fleshlight and, uh, you know, maybe a t-shirt on the way out. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. So it's just, it's, it's something that we, we naturally do as human beings. Like we're all drawn to this story. Like the speaker of the house is a, a big position in our government, of course. But, you know, for the average human being like your day to day, like this is very, very inconsequential whenever it's not in action. It's whenever it's what the speaker does with that gavel or doesn't do or doesn't do. Yeah, that that is really the factor, folks. So but um, now uh, moving on to because, you know, uh, Rolling Stone here being a part of the propagandist mill. Um, they're, they're going after Andrew Tate here, um, in this article, you know, of, of course they have to smear him because if there was past allegations, that means all the present allegations are probably true too. That's another leap, leap yeah, of logic yeah, that is made by stuff like that. You know, like, yeah. yeah, you can pull up something. Well, he, he apparently had a violent past, you know, and then they really go into like the specifics of it. So, but let's see right. what this article is. And they don't, they don't
3: talk about, about, oh, he was actually possibly doing it out of self defense or something, you know, something like that, you know.
0: Well, and this is a crazy story too, because uh, Tate's ex girlfriend—we were talking about ex girlfriends earlier—and you know what that can do. But uh, th- th- his ex girlfriend came out and defended him, saying that she lived in the house where this supposed human trafficking would have occurred, um, yep. and that she uh, said that you know there's no way that he was capable of doing anything like that of what he's accused of. Now, I know, yeah. I know that that you know that's another. Uh, you know, pers- person, you know, just person's word for it that you have to accept and take, right? This is somebody defending somebody like a character witness, you know, of sorts there. And in the media too, like not not actually on a stand of any sorts or pressured, right? Or in, even but, in, you know, but in she be a person
3: that should be in a position to know, you know, more than others. You
0: Absolutely. Know? Yeah. So, I mean, but you got, you got to take everything with a grain of salt, but it says that uh, Andrew Tate, an internet celebrity who preaches talk. See, this is what I, Fucking Rolling Stone. This is why you're such garbage, Rolling Stone. You can't even get past the first (laughs) sentence without their editorializations here. And this is, you know, it says, who preaches toxic masculinity and is currently detained in Romania over an alleged human trafficking operation. Lasted less than a week on the reality show Big Brother in 2016. But he was kept on, even as producers knew he was being investigated by UK authorities due to suspicion of rape and sexual assault a year before. And apparently Vice World News has revealed that. Now it says that Tate was removed from the filming of Big Brothers. And this is, what is the, Grace, what is the tie-in with these influencers and reality shows too? Like, isn't there a lot of reality show tie-ins now to all these big stories that affect our lives? Like, yes. like shows like Big Brother, like, I mean... The Apprentice, <laughs> you know, like how, how many reality shows can we have that uh, have changed the course of Western civilization at this point? But it says he was. a real world. Yeah, the real <laughs> world. Yeah. 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 It says uh, the filming of Big Brother's 17th UK season after five days says the series features a cast confined to a house. And we kind of know about that. Um, but it says the decision that producers chalked up to information which came to light at the time. It was assumed they meant a video of Tate slapping, and this is a video I've heard about, of Tate slapping his ex-girlfriend and beating her with a belt. Now, this has been defended by his ex-girlfriend as role-playing. Now, I know, folks, for those of you out there that might be listening, you're like, what the hell is that? Like, do people actually do that kind of stuff Thanks for, for fun? Yeah, there's uh, if you're not familiar, folks, there's a whole world out there of things that um, you'd be really quite shocked by if you haven't been introduced to them yet. But thanks to the Internet uh, and yeah, in my upbringing, yeah. I know all about these things. And the Hellraiser <laughs> movies. Yeah. And the Hellraiser movies. Yeah. All that stuff. All all the desensitization I've done to my brain over the years of watching your crazy shit like that on the Internet. But this, this uh, ex-girlfriend came on and said, no, he wasn't actually beating me. This was part of a role playing thing that we did on camera. Which is weird, but, you know, say la vie. Um, Now, it also says, now, however, it has emerged that the production house, uh, Endemol Shine, that's a fucking weird name, uh, its parent company, J UK, and broadcaster Channel 5, had been informed on June 8th, 2016, that the Hertfordshire Police were investigating criminal complaints against Tate. Now, it says that two women, both whom have worked for Tate as webcam models and said he physically abused them, filed criminal complaints with the UK's Hertfordshire Police shortly uh, after the alleged abuse occurred in 2015. One claimed that Tate had raped her, while the other alleges he repeatedly strangled her. Now, it says the TV execs then waited until June 13th to take Tate out of the Big Brother house, uh, despite his 2015 arrest, and the ongoing probe no pun intended, uh, related to his criminal allegations. During that time, it says in quotes, the vice president report uh, mentions uh, the vice report. Sorry, uh, mentions uh, he was shown playing truth or dare in the hot tub and kissing one of the female. McCarthy has now
1: lost for a seventh time back to you, sir.
0: (laughs) Suck it, McCarthy. And Biden got COVID for an eighth time. Oh, really? I got COVID again. No, 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 no. I was about to say it wouldn't shock me because you know Paxlovid. But it was seven times in a row, though. (laughs) uh, Oh yeah, I mean with the with the Paxlovid rebounds, who knows how many times? But I mean, it's not like the the infection there would have damaged anything in his brain of any sorts, right? Um, Yeah, because he's
3: a a corpse.
0: Yes, yes. He's just there's nothing. There's nothing up there. Just just a barely functioning husk of a person. But um, now it says Endemol Shine and Viacom CBS Networks, who is a terrible, terrible, awful fucking company, um, international owner of Channel 5, did not immediately respond to Rolling Stone's request for comment on why Tate was removed from the show in 2016. Though a statement from his legal counsel, Andrew Tate, has denied the 2015 allegations of assault and rape, uh, a representative for Tate could offer no updates as of yet on the old UK investigation, but indicated that a statement from his client was forthcoming. Now it says the you No, know, two- this is
2: playbook, by the way.
0: Oh yeah, this is absolute I mean, playbook. Do you
2: remember this is how they took out uh, Julian Assange?
0: Yep. Yeah. Sexual allegations uh, that were eventually dropped, but then and forgotten about, and <laughs> forgotten about. But then he was still held in jail. <laughs> like the like the the U.S. insisted. That even though he's a journalist and he's engaging in journalistic activities, (laughs) that he should be still held in captivity, even though the sexual allegations that put him there were proven to be bogus and dropped.
3: You want to know how weird that whole thing was? That some people actually proposed to uh, charge him with treason and have him executed. He wasn't an American.
4: Mm.
0: (laughs) They wanted to charge him with treason. He wasn't American. yeah. There's, it's just these people don't understand um, how journalism is supposed to work. Um, the people that are the bad guys don't just call journalists and say, hey, guess what I'm fucking doing? Like they don't do that. <laughs> you have to do some investigative research. It's not like we don't know anything about that here at, at TMP, right? But it's just like you, oh, know, you, you do your due diligence and stuff like that, folks. You're going to run into people that are going to want to submit things to you sometimes, too. You know, and yeah, say, like,
3: hey. oh, Chris Kyle was so awesome and stuff. And I'm like, stop sending me those
0: links. <laughs> Drink, <laughs> folks. But um, yeah, or um, oh, speaking of that, um, Seth Rich. We, we talked about him a few weeks on the show again um, with, with what's going on with his family and suing people, you know, over, over, you know, allegations of what may have happened to him before his death. Because the family doesn't. It, 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 does anyone like a thing? The family doesn't
3: want anyone to look into why their 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 relative died.
0: Yeah. They said it was a robbery. Nothing was stolen. Yeah, when it <laughs> comes to grief and people making weird decisions, like we talked about that earlier and everything, but um that's a really weird decision for me. Like you'd think that well, if somebody well, murdered your son, you'd want justice somehow. <laughs>
3: They like but to, we, they like we to weaponize go. that, too, by saying, oh, you're disrespecting mm-hmm. the families. It's like, isn't it disrespectful not to try to get to the bottom of why their loved one is no longer with us?
2: No, we need not go further because Joe Rogan is dissing Andrew Tate. So if Joe Rogan says he's a bad guy, he's a bad guy. All right. Joe Rogan said it. Well,
0: and that is not a checker.
1: finally Lisa super hater. Lisa finally talking some sense. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, you guys want to hear something yeah. interesting? Yeah. Kind of going through some things. Uh so Ray Epp's attorney, John W. Blisschak, was an FBI agent for nine years.
4: Of
1: course. <laughs> uh John and Andrew Blisschak's website reveals the father and son are in that practice together. So how if do anybody you wants to go.
0: How does one coordinate any type of operation? Oh, you have a bunch of people that are familiar with one another to start. Yeah, right? your handler. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh man. The fact that there's FBI involvement even to this point with with ray epps like still are they that blatant did they not expect us to ever figure it out yeah yeah they ever figure it out oh guys but um so uh, with the andrew tate story just to wrap it up folks you know for those of you that aren't familiar he's now being accused of human trafficking for keeping these cam girls in his house um and it said that uh uh, here in the article, it says both women point out similarities between the exploitative webcaming porn business that they were a part of and the alleged activities of Tate and his brother Tristan in Bucharest. I'm going to flip back to the panel here. Um, I'm not the type of person where I want to victim blame somebody, but if you sign up to become a porn person, cam girl, um, just like with, I mean, it's like we talked about with signing up to join the military in different in a different way altogether. But you are losing a part of your independence in doing that. Like you're the cam girl or the military, both. You know, like they, oh, right. they have they have similarities. And I'm not, you know, I'm, again, not knocking the military or anything like that. But when or even cam girls. <laughs> but you know, I was gonna say, we have to be careful. When you, but when you sign, yeah, we got to be careful with that cam girl community out there listening. But um. Yeah. Please send us, send us pics. Um, you know, Chris Graves, Chris Graves at, on, uh, C Graves mascot on Twitter. But, um, no, you, uh, when when it comes to that signing up for something like that, it's kind of like, well, I signed up to be a drug dealer like Tim Allen. And then I got pinched.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: That
3: was,
0: he He did some tool time in jail for sure. Um, Maybe the, that's that's why he liked the guy on the other. He can only see the top of the guy's face yeah, Wilson, on the other side Wilson. of the fence. Yeah, yeah Wilson. Nope. <laughs> that just made it better, you know. When you have the guy in the bunk that you share, uh, you just you only see the top Al, of his Al, face.
3: How <laughs> Borland was his beard? <laughs> yes,
0: yes. But um, and when you sign up, when you sign up for this types of activities, you're automatically involving yourself in something that's going to be. A little bit more risky than the average job, I'd say. You know, even if you're at McDonald's serving the kids, the 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 COVID you nineteen know, booster shot fries in their Happy Meals, um, it's probably a lot safer of a place to be. I mean, I don't know these days. Like, I see a lot of videos that my friend has on his Facebook feed, like we were talking about, of people attacking people in fast food restaurants for not getting their nuggets. And I think if there's <laughs> any there's anything that'll make you lose faith in in a society, is yeah. watching that. Is the watching nuggets. an adult woman climb through a drive-through window and assault a fast food worker that barely makes enough money to survive life <laughs> you know um that way but you know going back to the cam girl thing though like, we're done we're yeah. done folks yeah yeah oh yeah when it when it comes to fast food service we're definitely i've noticed too that it is unbelievable the amount or lack of fast food customer service since covid like since they shut down where you couldn't sit inside anymore and they made everybody wait outside in their own cars. Because you, when you're infected with a virus, you want to pack all your family members into a car that circulates the air on that car, you know, and sit in it for two hours for a fucking Junior Whopper. You know, that's what you want to do. Supersize me. <laughs> yeah, supersize me, folks. Uh, great documentary, Morgan Spurlock. Yeah, I love that stuff. Yeah, and the super size me too, the chicken one. You gotta watch that one too about the chicken. But um, yeah, but it's like if you sign up to be the 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 chicken killer, you know, for KFC, you know, whoever cuts the heads off the mutant chickens for KFC, like you're you're signing up for days. something <laughs> yeah, that just isn't. When you're not nor in the normal realm of like reality with people's jobs, like you're you're taking a risk oh, there. So I know who does that actually. Machete oh, Pope. Machete Pope. Yeah, that's it's a good job for him. Machete Pope. Better than being actual pope, apparently. And then, uh, oh, we lost. Uh, we uh, we had, we we should bring up John Henry. We did lose our good dear um, former pope. Yeah, uh, you know, this past week too. Wonder where he's at right now.
3: In hell? <laughs> no. Okay. What kind of smoke came up? Agreed, oh, Graves. Purple smoke.
0: <gasps> I mean, uh, yeah, they have to release the different smoke or whatever. Maybe now it was probably Rainbow Keller nowadays. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, we're getting to the way the Catholic Church has been acting, uh, but um, no, there's um, they're shit over there. I, I, my thing was when he died. Like, imagine getting a deathbed confession from that man. What kind of shit could that have included? Like, I don't think he got the chance to like lay in a hospital bed and like bring people that knew him close to to his you know mouth to whisper into their ears. Yeah, they're all pedophiles like, like I, don't, I don't think he got a chance to really say no. that you know no. but uh you know like i remember sh- one of the posts
3: remember they were they were assassinated in the late 70s remember
0: oh yeah well and there was uh attempts on many attempts i think on um what pope john paul's life too that's where the whole like pope mobile thing comes yeah, from i tried I yeah tried. yeah you blame a guy for trying man. oh man yeah the oh, pope mobile oh. with like the 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 bulletproof glass dome around him and stuff Graves, like tell that. tell me about
1: this Pope assassination. What do you know? What's in that big old beautiful nugget of yours?
3: Oh, Ooh, uh, on the spot. Um, you now, some people think that uh, in the late 70s, one of the, that Pope that was uh, <laughs> I can't really speak too much on it because I, I didn't really study it, but Donald Jeffries, my good friend, had uh, talked about it a bunch in that he was most definitely taken out and there were different political things going on at the time. And I don't feel comfortable going further because I'm not sure uh, I'll get back to you.
0: I can appreciate that. And one of the things too, about this show, yeah. I mean, we can, we can have fun conversations and stuff like that, but you know, if we can bring up the, you know, articles and other things and not speculate, we try to, you know, right. but um, you know, with, uh, with the Pope stuff though, like, yeah, you talking about the amount of money The amount of money and influence that that the Catholic Church has and an undocumented, like how much money are they keeping off the official books too? like, has anyone ever audited them? Like, do they ever get audited? Is it ever something where just like they go to look where the hell the money is going uh, that is donated to the Catholic Church in all those years? Uh, it's that's a really hairy thing. I mean, I'm not really into the the Catholic religion or anything like that, folks. And I'm not knocking people that are. I mean, we have good friends that that, that are Catholic and proudly so, and that's fine. You know, but we're just saying that you know the people in the top of these institutions, um, not so savory, <laughs> usually. Uh, so you know the uh, passing of Pope was it Benedict, I believe, which is a real shame because um, it's the name of one of my favorite breakfasts of all time, the eggs Benedict. Got to love the ex-Benedict. Yeah. With the the ham and the English muffin and the holiday sauce. And you got to get the little square fries, the little home fries that are like fried the, to dip um, in the holiday sauce.
1: i love me some holidays. Also like a crab cake Benedict.
0: Yeah, the crab cake Benedict. Oh, I had a waffle that was topped with the, that. It was like a waffle with the crab meat and the holiday sauce. It was like an ex-Benedict uh, crab waffle. Fan Fantastic little little runny little runny but that's okay we'll get, get around that it's, 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 you got to do the good sopping method you know sop it up with the waffle or something like that well
1: see i do something that it's like sacrilege oh. i get my my egg over hard for the over benedict
0: hard for the benedict
2: mm.
1: no i don't like the runny yolk man
0: just one egg
1: it. no i double everything lisa Everything okay, good. Making a double. I mean, <laughs> so, John Henry, you I mean, couldn't do the
0: Liver King thing where he drinks the raw eggs in the morning?
1: Oh, I could. I just don't like my <laughs> eggs runny. I don't like egg yolk. Um, I can do that stuff. I
2: don't like it raw,
1: huh? Definitely Lisa, not. With what, was the hey,
2: you like, what was that?
3: <laughs> he likes Chris Kyle. Hey, uh, <laughs> hold
1: on Speaking of Chris Graves OnlyFans, Lisa, whose butt crack was that we just got to see in the episode? Just no.
2: Uh-oh. <laughs> Oh, please don't. Please don't.
1: Um, all right, I'm just saying. <laughs> I never, oh, we just yeah. got to see a little bit of action, there,
0: Lisa. A little bit of action. Oh. Oh, <laughs> moving right on. Uh <laughs> well, we this, I,
2: well,
0: you I, know, I thought I was a little up. butt
1: crack over your shoulder there in the shot. Those oh my god! I'm gonna
0: go back and work That's the kind of face a pope makes. When he sees some butt crack.
4: (laughs) Yeah, they're about to be assassinated.
0: (laughs) That's the face they make. No, but this is uh, the Pope John Paul I conspiracy theories. Uh, There's a whole page of this under Wikipedia. It says uh, uh, Pope John Paul I uh, died suddenly in September 1978, 33 days after his election. Following contradictory reports about the circumstances of his death and apparent anomalies, they say, about the issuing of the death certificate. And other procedures, several conspiracy theories have gained currency. Donald had known all about that, and I was like, "Really?" Kind of like John Henry just now. But Mm -hmm. hey, do you think that there's somebody
1: or multiple people? Yes, do they have to have a full-time job of just putting the words "conspiracy theory" into like everything on the internet? Oh, in Wikipedia for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Wikipedia is terrible with
1: that stuff. Like somebody has that's just their job is just paste in conspiracy theory
0: to everything You're yeah. yeah, right that's okay. that's a purple it. tunnel that's got to be you know going on there for the person that works for wikipedia because wikipedia is just fucking terrible with labeling everything a conspiracy theory gross but uh it says some conspiracy theorists connect the death of john paul in september 1978 with the image of the bishop dressed in white in quotes says here uh, which what does that pull up Ooh, what is this that looks crazy. This looks like something that Silas would know about. <laughs> yeah,
3: Maybe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> the three secrets of Fatima. Yeah, that's very. Now you're going down the rabbit hole, guys. Wow, sure. it, it yeah. says
0: that those are a series of apocalyptic visions and prophecies which were given to three young Portuguese shepherds, Lucia yeah. Santos and her cousins Just Jacinta and Francisco Marto. Jacinta. Ah, thank you. Uh, by Marion. Oh, by a Mar- Marian apparition uh starting on May 13th of 1917 the three children claim to have been visited by the Virgin Mary six times magical number there folks between I May shot and- him six times <laughs> yeah May and October 1917. now the apparition is now popularly known as Our Lady of Fatima Wow, that's a weird one, yeah. That's a religious statue depicting it. Where did I see that crazy? Yeah, this is what I wanted to pull. Up. Like she came,
3: it's like it, they, it came out. Of, this it's crazy like,
0: fucking. It's like it people. came out of the sky,
3: dude. Let's to talk to Zoom them.
0: in. Like that Project Bluebeam stuff wow. <laughs> out of the sky. <laughs> I love like artistic depictions of stuff like this. They I have know, I'm a walking crazy one. Crazy symbolism in them. Crazy fucking symbolism. Now, what do you think that symbolizes right there? First, look at this pyramid here that you got going on oh god yeah and is then we got this me. uh the eyes behind it. Eye, yeah the all-seeing eye behind it Whoa, Slash portal
1: that. to another dimension
0: yeah there's cern folks you're welcome
1: that is CERN. <laughs>
0: CERN. yeah there's cern and there's uh there's Mandela, yeah. Come, yeah mandala mandala affected uh <laughs> Mr. Monopoly, christmas future yeah. what, big what, man. What, what, what was the name of that character from the spooktacular chris the mandala Oh, yeah.
3: Richard Belzer is alive. Richard Belzer is alive, yes. Um, (laughs) Oh, the ghost of Mandela
0: effect uh, past or something. Yes, yes. You did a great job, by the way, sir. Awesome, man. No, that was was such a fun time. You guys are
2: too deep for me.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gross, gross, (laughs) gross, gross. But yeah, I just, uh, I I love, I'm going to bookmark this too so people can check out that. I don't, I know nothing about that story either. You don't? You oh, really don't? About the, the Fatima? apparitions? About the, the Fatima thing? No. I really learned don't.
3: from Kevin Smith, uh, of all people. He oh, really? talked about it on Smogcast once. Yeah, it was really trippy. So there's a... Thank you, John Henry, all asking me about the the uh, Pope's assassination attempt. Or yes, sir. Assassination in general, maybe.
0: See, there you there's a reason, that EFV, folks. But it says no. We always say no coincidence here. And when I had that Freudian slip earlier and said, uh, you know, Kevin Smith instead of the mm. the proper Kevin name or whatever, the in fuck the we butt crack about. shot. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> then, uh, yeah, that's what happened. But um, so finally, moving on to uh, the last of the big five for this week, folks. This is from World Tribune. It says Democrat governor fires attorney general after she sued J.P. Morgan over Epstein ties. Wow. <laughs> Because the Democrat governor of the U.S. Virgin Islands fired the, the territory's top prosecutor. This sounds like the Ukraine story, doesn't it, John Henry? Didn't they didn't they fire? Uh, was it? Uh, <laughs> no. What the fuck? Was Jesse Ventura. No, it was it Drink. Uh, but no, it wasn't that name. It'll come to me. It'll come to me. Um, but it, yeah, it was like. It was child, of, I think well, it was part of the whole <laughs> drink. It was part You're talking about was that like the
1: body. prosecutor that they threatened to fire
0: him. Well, yeah, because it was, um, it was. Well, Biden got him fired. That was part of the Biden quid pro quo in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. front of the um of oh, yeah, Foreign yeah, yeah. Relations. He had to be fired, yeah. Mm-hmm. When he was, when he was saying out loud, in order for
1: us to launder a hundred billion to yeah. you in a couple of years. Yeah, because no, they said he was allegedly. corrupt, even
0: though that was oh, never God. proven any corruption whatsoever. And then they eventually even reassigned him to the case. I, I think, um, I think of uh, Poroshenko. No, that, yeah, was, you're that right. was another guy. Uh, yeah, there was a different guy about. involved. But um, no, it says here the, the Democrat governor of the U.S. Virgin Islands uh, fired the, the territory's top prosecutor after she filed a lawsuit against a top investment bank over its alleged ties to Jeffrey Epstein. It says Attorney General Denise George filed the federal lawsuit in Manhattan the last week of December, accusing J.P. Morgan Chase of failing to report suspicious financial activity by its client Epstein at his U.S. Virgin Islands uh, villa on St. James Island while benefiting financially from a sex trafficking operation. Now, folks, if you want to go back into the founding, I'm going to flip back to the panel real quick now. Um, If you want to go back into the founding of the J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and Chase Bank in the 90s, um, it was the Clintons that made that possible. And it was J.P. Morgan Chase that supported and funded the Clintons in the 90s. And visited the Clintons in the White House in the 90s. And what else was going on in the 90s with the Clintons? Well, All this Epstein shit. That's what was going on. You wonder why a, a giant bank gets deals and is able to get away with murder and survive the economic collapse, get bailouts, um, have lobbyists you know, in, in place in Washington to uh, get all of our, our supposed representatives to do all the stupid shit we don't want them to do, which is why we're glad that they don't have a Speaker of the House right now. Um, you know, It's just like, you wonder why, if you go back and look at that, and uh, shout out to Adam Curtis uh, from the BBC for cluing me on to, to that history too of, of jp morgan chase and uh the clintons in the 90s but yeah it's no JP morgan had something to do with the titanic sinking too oh yeah when you go way way back into like the 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 person itself that that company is named after the jp morgan himself oh boy when you want to talk about fucking evil evil on this earth like there's very few there's very few um, there, there's probably I, like times to propping up uh, World War II, uh, Mr. Uh, Hitler there. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I was going to say, like, um, there are very few on Earth that really match up in evil. I'd say that uh, the person I learned a lot about through Oliver Stone's uh, awesome documentary, The Untold History of the United States, uh, when he talked about the devil, LeMay, um, that guy involved in the military, that the one that, you know, wanted to uh, firebomb all of Japan before we dropped the nukes, you know, because they were wooden cities. And they dropped the uh, burning, you know, fuel on top of, you know, wooden cities that were inhabited by, you know, innocent women and children and families and shit like that. And just burned all those people alive in their homes. Yeah, that guy. But that's very the level of evil reasonable. we're talking about. Yeah, very oh, yeah. 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 And then even after the, the Russians pretty much secured the victory, um, you know, for us in World War II, we insisted on keeping uh, the occupation over there in Asia uh, so we could drop those bombs eventually, too. And that was all sitting the May, I think, you know, so. But yeah, there's a reason why they called him the devil. <laughs> Not a nice my guy. My says he was the devil, Dick Clark, too. Definitely, man. Definitely. That Dick Clark. But it says uh, soon after the lawsuit was filed, Governor Albert Bryan announced he had fired George. I wonder why. And <laughs> in, in quotes says, I relieved Denise George of her duties as attorney general. Great, great explanation. said so Brian said in the statement, yeah, yeah. I, I thank her for her service. <laughs> so it's just like, I wish her luck on all her future endeavors uh, to the people of the territory uh, during the past four years as attorney general. And I wish her the best in her future. <laughs> it even says in her future endeavors. That's oh like God. a, Vince, that's a Vince head man head. Uh, type of quote. Yeah. It's like a trope. But it says, yeah. while while Brian did not give a reason <laughs> for his firing of George. Again, we wonder why. The Virgin Islands Consortium cited sources who said Brian was increasingly frustrated with the territory's top prosecutor and her suing the bank. Not informing Brian of the lawsuit was the final straw, the sources said. I wonder why she didn't inform him. (laughs) Hmm. Mm. Maybe because he was part of the investigation or...
3: Yeah,
0: hey, that's, that's not American for you to bring up such notions. Totally the American. Is there a congressman you. I can write to? I'm, 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 I'm Ex- really exactly upset yeah. right the, He is one. He, it's right, right down to him. You
2: can't do it from the inside, I'll tell you that.
0: Well, that's Gross. Gross. I'll, uh, Yeah, I, I'll, well, I'll flip, I'll flip back right. to the panel for this. <laughs> when we talk about, and Lisa, you've been a key figure in a lot of like my own personal development whenever it comes to breaking myself of the habit of relying on the institution to fix the fucking institution you know it's like if you have a car that burns oil it's not going to fucking fix itself folks there's no physical way that the system that's in place in your burning oil engine is going to fucking figure itself out without intervention from an outside force that's a law of physics yeah so Herbie, well yeah be... Herbie could probably do it yeah Herbie could probably, probably. fix it yeah, sure. I oh, wonder yeah. what's going to come out about Herbie in the future because like, we have all these Disney scandals like wouldn't that be no, he
3: the love bug think about that yeah, I
0: know why did they call him the love bug folks <laughs> But um, that
2: was a small back seat
0: oh uh, uh, yeah right, say right. That'll, that'll drive somebody into madness <laughs> or getting the love bug mm. yeah.
2: someplace uncomfortable like how many clouds can you fit in a
0: what Yeah, like the backseat of a Volkswagen. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Legendary. Legendary line. (laughs) um, And just to uh, wrap this all up, it says that the lawsuit sought Epstein-tied profits from the bank as well as penalties and damages. With George fired, it was not immediately clear what would happen to the lawsuit. (laughs) Is there a, is they, can you literally come out and like throw the papers for the lawsuit on the ground? and then sweep them under a rug, right? And it wouldn't be any fucking less obvious what the, the <laughs> well, fuck's going to happen uh, with this lawsuit. Uh, we're firm
1: <laughs> believers in coincidences here on the show, but oh, did anybody yeah. find it ironic that that just so happened to be where Joe Biden was?
0: Ooh, Joe Biden. When he Joe went
2: Biden was connected vacation? to
1: everything, dude. He oh, was yeah, there. We Don't remember? They had to fly oh, to on yeah. the omnibus bill to him there.
0: Oh, Yeah. I wonder why. Of all the fancy little places you can go on earth when you're Joe Biden, of all the places you could go. Joe Biden met with the guy. Or pretend to be Joe Biden. Joe Biden met with the
2: guy. Can Joe uh, Biden really play golf? He can't write a. Joe Biden's a corpse right now.
3: No, he's a corpse right now. But you know, Joe Biden met with the guy, General Ahmoud Ahmed uh, of the Pakistani ISI. Before and after 9-11, and this guy was uh, the one that Wire transferred $100,000 to lead hijacker Mohammed Ada as Joe Biden
0: for you. Oh, 100%, dude. I'm actually scrolling backwards in our little uh, Twitter conversation to find that article that says that because you sent that to me the other day. Um, going back quite a bit. Give me a second. And yeah. he also brags about writing the uh, what became the
3: the Patriot Act, but he did it before Oklahoma City even happened.
0: Yeah, here we go. This is from 911 dot com. I'll drag it onto the screen so you can see it, Chris. Yeah, this is one of the, one of the ones you sent. Me. You also sent me a Luke Rudkowski video from YouTube too. Shout out to Luke Rudkowski of We Are Change. Um, and uh, do something with with us or Don Jeffrey sometimes, Luke. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, Give back to Don Jeffries because uh, he's been trying to get a hold of you for a long time, Luke. Yeah, I think that match up really well. I mean, Luke seems to be pretty with it. I mean, of all the things, um, I had a great conversation last night with a friend, too, about uh, uh, Tim Pool and what Tim Pool is. I don't know what he is. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but uh, I, always, I, I defended Luke's you know, performances it, on that show because. Say you know, it, Lisa. Well, what is he? What is Tim Pool? What
1: is he? Yeah, Unmute, Lisa. Yeah, don't, you know, this yeah, is your it.
2: big moment, Lisa. Tim, you
1: gotta... uh, uh, hacking Lisa's uh, shit right uh, now.
2: I've got to be nice this year.
1: Don't be nice. <laughs> I want to hear it. What's Tim Pool, Lisa? He's a
4: shit.
2: Oh, I... I, I... <laughs> Does it begin with an A? Uh...
1: I want to know your opinion. He's just info. That's what you wanted to say, Short opposition, the shill, all of it. Come on.
2: Well, usually... This
1: isn't the nice softball pitch to you on this one. Shit. I
2: know. That's you, what? You, you,
3: that's what, well, that's, yes. They that's, can be called that as well. That's yes, certainly
0: a prerequisite to be in that position, I think. You know, the the position that Pool finds himself in... That's figure in of now, the house. Yeah, yeah as, as, the house as an influencer. and I'm going to get off the screen share. But yeah, the, as as an influencer of his caliber, you know, with over a million followers on YouTube and playing along with YouTube's rules all throughout COVID and everything, and still being able to maintain his presence there like the rest of us that got booted the fuck off like we wouldn't we wouldn't pull those punches like we weren't about to not mm-hmm. talk about what was going on you know so we're, right. we're, we're gone but you know pool has a a great platform for himself over there and he's built up a, a media empire now he's releasing that music out of, of nowhere,
3: out, of, out of nowhere you gotta think about mm-hmm. why why
0: is that well you know? and and when you have like his uh successful GoFundMe campaign uh 36
2: that, employees
0: yeah, uh, well, he had uh, two employees with him as part of that news thing that he was doing for a while. Uh, Subverse, I believe, is the name of it. There was a whole scandal there surrounding that, where he had two of his, you know, close friends. One of the girls was a like an on-air personality that w- for Subverse too, but apparently they stole a bunch of money and equipment from him, and he had to go- get into some sort of legal battle there. Subversion. Well, yeah, that's always gonna um, say
3: it, but yeah,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. when you, when you have a title of a news thing called subverse, yeah, it's very mm-hmm. close to the word subversion. And you know, when people use symbols no like we were talking about with the Pope thing and that crazy, you know picture we were looking at, it's like when people use symbology, they do it in 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 print and in words, can't they? You know, just yeah. as much as a, a triangle symbol or an all-seeing eye, um For the Simpsons yeah you using the same prefixes of other words in in code isn't that what the crazy left always says about trump that he's dog whistling and all this other <laughs> stuff and giving like secret signals to the the crazy MAGA republicans yeah. and stuff yeah they're just trying to fit it yeah anything all the little motions he does with his hands are just like yeah. you know oh, other, handshakes too you know the symbolic handshakes yeah, yeah it's
1: just like a cue symbol
0: yeah, he's yeah, always the making a symbol. cue every yeah, time he, he makes little cues. Who's It's a cue. He usually at yeah. the Super Bowl too.
3: All these different things,
0: but <laughs> I don't know. I think we would tear up a, a Tim Cast IRL episode if he had us all on. I, I think it would be a great conversation because we'd be able to I teach him fun. what we do. The balls though, like, and that's
1: what <laughs> you, that's what I they think fail at. As my dear friend Mister Graves would say. Yeah.
0: Douche. douche, douche, but that's what that show You're fails not, at a lot. I like my word better. Like he has a yeah, tremendous I amount of reach. Right, that's he has pretty high right. caliber guests on. Um, you know, with the Kanye thing, and you know, a couple weeks ago, too, uh, being part of like the 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 whole media cycle for the entire week was centered around that uh, conversation that didn't go yeah. all so well for him. Or, or maybe did go the way that it was planned to go. Who knows? Was six, did he have anything to do
3: with Nick Fuentes or however you pronounce the name?
0: Well, he had Fuentes on his show with Ye. And then whenever okay. uh, Fuentes chimed in about you know Jewish involvement in these companies and the legitimacy okay. of that, Tim Pool didn't give him any time to really explain himself and cut him okay. off. And that's what ended the conversation between Ye. And the rest hey, of people. because okay. right. Fuentes, drop
2: that, drop that little thing about Nick Fuentes that you found.
3: I was just going to say that leads us into our special we have tomorrow, six. Because yep. Nick Fuentes was actually the benefactor for most of that Bitcoin that was sent from the French uh, Frenchman before he killed himself on January sixth. So it ties right into that. That whole that whole financier that killed himself. Most of that Bitcoin went. To Nick Fuentes, who I didn't know who he was at the time. And now uh, now he's with Kanye West and, and doing debates with Alex Jones, remember? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. John Henry, we can hear you uh, wiping your butt right now.
1: Uh, sorry, I was unzipping something. It was a briefcase. Yes. Right. <laughs> Not my butt.
0: <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> well,
1: I don't wear pants on my podcast, so <laughs> you won't hear that. Uh, Allegedly.
0: Allegedly. Chris Kyle. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up that um, that article that you sent about Fuentes receiving. And isn't it funny? Isn't it funny how they all reconvene too? Like we've talked much on this show about Alex Jones being a potential agent of some sort or uh, mm-hmm. sort of like a gateway into like these people being recruited right. in, into things mm-hmm. and all the people around him that well, go, when constantly you get pinched. say we,
1: I haven't been involved in that nonsense. Well, that's good.
0: No, <laughs> no investigation, really no to These,
1: a, these two. Too, uh, well, you got Chris Kyle on your shoulder None
2: there. whatsoever. You see how He's that goes. my own
1: little angel.
3: I know. My little devil is Jesse her going, hey, screw him. I used to be <laughs> <the> governor.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have this from AP News, courtesy of our friend Chris Graves. Um, this I already had under my J6 folder. Um, much of the research and stuff like that, that you've done, Graves. But I had no idea who these. he was until yeah. now, you know? And, and my thing is, is like, okay, so Nick Fuentes um, burst on the scene a few years ago. He's a young guy, too. He's really young. But he has uh, some kind of following, you know, now and uh, one of the, and I don't again uh, w- for what we know about how social media and these platforms work and how they're pay to play. Um, how did Nick Fuentes build that following, you know? And um, with getting five hundred thousand bitcoins sent to them from France, the U.S. far right groups it says, according to AP, it says a French computer programmer transferred more than 500,000 in Bitcoin to what they call far right activists. Again, the labeling man today's just been a labeling day when it comes to these articles Uh, just before his death last month. Uh, uh, Yeah. His death last month, just, just suspiciously just passes away after doing that too. Uh, Including some involved in last week's U S capital riot. Researchers said Friday Um, chain analysis, a firm that investigators that investigates, I'm sorry, Bitcoin transactions. So yeah, those are traceable folks. Don't don't buy the line that yo know, you're buying into crypto so nobody can watch what you're doing. They're definitely watching what the you, fuck you're doing. Um and it says found that the majority of the 22 transactions on December Here 8th. Here we go. Wait for it, wait for went it to Nick Fuentes, a far-right internet influencer. And how many influencers were paid to Influence and propagandize people in COVID-19. How many influencers were used Yo. to in order to propagandize yeah. people to go and being part of the Stop the Steal rally and to funnel people past the Capitol on that fateful day? Mm. Oh, we're going to look into a lot of those stories jab, tomorrow. Folks. Jab selfies,
3: remember in Hollywood? <laughs> jab you know, selfies, Merrick yeah, Collins, remember that. Mm-hmm.
2: Merrick Island never seemed to have an interest in investigating that, huh? Stop the Steal?
0: Mm. Yeah. And then it says the 35-year-old Frenchman, the guy who sent the Bitcoin, posted a suicide note on his blog the next day. Because it's easy to do that because you could just write up something and post it on somebody's account. That person doesn't have to actually write out the physical suicide note. Because if you physically wrote out a suicide note, they can bring in people like handwriting analysis, you know, Kurt like yeah, you know, like Cobain, you know, like, uh-huh. oh my God, that doesn't, is that tracing? Yeah. So just uploading to a blog, folks, I can, I can upload anything I want to into a blog right now. You know, as long as I have access to, uh, you know, the password and username of whatever blogging site that is. So it's not like they don't have backdoor access to all of these websites too, by the way. That
3: was the name of my last video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, too,
0: easy. Said, too easy. Too easy. Too easy. Too easy. But it says uh, saying that he was chronically ill, maybe he had a cough, or something like that, and, and wanted to leave his wealth to certain causes and people. And then uh, chain analysis uh, did not release the man's identity, of course, uh, by retracing the researcher's steps. An Associated Press journalist found his blog and suicide note. A funeral home published his obituary, including burial information, but later deleted it. That's not suspicious <laughs> either.
3: The Frenchman's name is in other articles. His
0: name is out there. I'll have it for tomorrow. Cool. And it says a cachet version can still be found on the Internet. But federal investigators in the United States are looking into possible coordination or planning. Let me let me say that again so people understand. The federal investigators who were most likely involved in what happened on January 6th are looking into the possible coordination and planning. Of themselves. But of themselves, no, no. yes. <laughs> yeah. Of what they were doing ahead of the riot and are using a number of methods, they say, just methods. They deploy, I like that too. So methods and practices or whatever they always you know redact shit because, you know.
3: Methods of mayhem. Oh, really.
0: Wow, what a band. I, I saw them live once and I turned my back to them, not because the band was bad, but because yeah. of all the ladies in the crowd um doing things. But yeah. uh yeah, it said ahead of the anyway. riot uh <laughs> And are using a number of methods they deploy routinely in criminal investigations, including examining financial transactions and cell phone and travel records. So all the security state stuff that they do. Um, Now, it says Michael Sherwin, uh, the U.S. attorney in Washington, said investigators who were also examining whether there was any command and control of, again, (laughs) what they were doing. Um, And he vowed to bring charges (laughs) if prosecutors can... Prove a conspiracy. <laughs> it says no conspiracy charges have brought have been brought so far. Because they'd have to re- they'd have to reveal the actual conspirators to prove conspiracy. And then of course French financial investigators declined to comment too. So oh man. We oui, wee. Oui. But yeah, <laughs> it says that Fuentes received here about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth. And now he's hanging out with Kanye, who's also a millionaire and a very influential and debating person. Alex Jones on the And debating influence. Alex Jones yeah. and running around with all the same people. And also um, they're influencing um, the, the the way that people are propagandized about Trump, too, because now they're associated because they had that dinner with Trump, which prompted the TimCast IRL thing. Going it's back to our conversation folks, about
3: Tim. All, it's all connected, folks. Yeah.
0: And they oh. were put on a pedestal for the rest of us to see how people were supposed to act on the dangerous "quote unquote" far right. It all—it all falls into place, folks. You know, so. But uh, Alex Jones
3: with the Sandy Hook trials makes it so that researchers don't ever dare ask a question ever again. January sixth with all that stuff makes it so we never ever dare go and protest something that's you know injustice and stand up for your rights. It's all connected, folks.
0: Well, and it's not like we want the association here that we're like part of any type of movement or something like that, other than you know the movement for liberty in this world. You know, I'm but, about
3: I'm about the bowel movement. That's about well, all it is with movements. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. You yeah. seem to be pretty cool, well, but we're not the, some big movement, you know.
0: The, the a healthy gut biome is part of the liberty movement. I, I will I will go out on a limb and say because uh, if you can if, if you can manage your own internal systems to be healthier. Then you can manage the other things around you because it's like a Jordan Peterson principle, you know,
3: like right. if, oh, yeah. after a BM,
0: we bring up a BM. Then we're like, Jordan yeah. I ah. mean, uh, he, he said to clean your room, but you should really clean oh. your toilet, you know, clean like, your gut. Yeah. Luckily, from my good friend that I had that awesome conversation with last night, I will be able to clean out pretty much anything because I have a whole leftover pile of uh, stuffed cabbage that is delicious. All right,
3: uh, I'm going to go. Yeah, if you
0: you want to balance your gut biome, that's certainly the way to do it. Right, John Henry? (laughs) Fact. Here's to you. (laughs) Yes. John Henry admitted last night the flatulence that could melt a a whole zone, an ozone layer, like faster than any hairspray you could ever use. (laughs) It's just violent.
3: (laughs) It was uh, Lady Pelosi's uh, recording. You heard, right?
0: Oh, oh God. Yeah. Oh, but um, so folks tomorrow. um, Oh, oh, what was that, Lisa? Uh Oh,
4: this
0: is something about dinner we heard dinner that's the only one but correct that's right yeah <laughs> she got off <up> the screen <laughs> oh she goes. oh no anyway I said, who cooked uh, a very good friend of ours uh cooked this meal and uh you know shout shout out to them for uh having us and um you know having a great time uh last julia year. child yes Wee, wee. wee, wee. yes um, but um, so I just wanted to, before we wrap things up, want to let everybody know uh, that tomorrow, uh, Chris and Lisa and potentially, I think uh, our own John Henry, too, uh, will be uh, joining us for the anniversary of January 6. Uh, we're going to go over the untold stories of J6 uh, per the research of our own Chris Graves. Chris, you've provided us with a, a a, a awesome lengthy email of articles and things and topics that we can bring up which I love man I love the fact that you you just really you you go you go deep like you should to clean up clean things <laughs> no, that up. it
3: right? was my last video the one you had the title for yeah. no but I like I like to go into things uh, that people forgot were mm-hmm. reported or even not reported I like to bring it back to the surface awesome.
2: Rooter.
3: Yeah, 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 you, yeah you call me Chris, but I, I appreciate the it.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's pulling everything out of those pipes, but, but uh, <laughs> no, but it's, oh man. Um, but I was going to say, yeah, tomorrow's going to be a fun time going over, you know, those different stories together and everything and um, just getting together on the anniversary of, of, of that, of that day and being able to, you know, talk about it as a group and, and sort of go over like the different historical things with our audience that they may not know about. Um, because there's so much that gets brushed over on that day, right? Like there's so many things that happen. There's so many people and moving pieces involved. Like, and our, our friend Gary McBride, like it, he, he covered so many different types of videos and angles of things. And there's still so much work to be done there. Um, so, I mean, for us to, to bring up some of these things, maybe it'll help bring uh, a little bit of attention, you know, to some of those stories, and, and maybe even
2: transcripts, transcripts.
0: <laughs> yes. I was going to say folks like the, the ultimate closure and the best form of analysis that we could get, you know, from a lot of these things, like some of our, the, the J6 defendants that, uh, you know, our friend Gary McBride has worked with, but then also others that we've heard about and, and talked about here on the show, the best way for us to give you our, our, our full analysis is to have access to the transcripts of the, the J6 trials. And that's a tremendous financial burden, you know, for us here at the at the new prisoners. So, any bit of donation can help. Um, Chris has donation links that are in the description. I have donation links that are in the description. Um, you can also uh, purchase uh, some stuff off of my pillow using uh, the code Liberty Bell and help lease out a little bit too. Get her some commissions on some MyPillow stuff. Even um, speaking about somebody that was, you know, wrapped up in the J six hoopla, you know that that would be Mike, somebody Mike that, Wendell. yeah. I would love I would love to interview Mike Lindell. I think that would be a different interview for us, you know, as a group. He's got quite the uh, success story. I'll tell you that would be background. He does. And I've joked around a little bit about him in the past and stuff like that. Go ahead, Lisa. He could be goofy. Go ahead, go ahead Lisa. Glory.
1: Controlled op shill. Come on, Lisa. Oh yeah.
0: If <laughs> if 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 the if the slippers are a psychological operation we're down with that. quit. Lisa, you're still muted. Yeah, I'm get yeah for the...
2: <laughs> oh damn it I keep oh, this mute, I'm mute. So I'm just gonna tell you, okay, it's the real deal. I says like is a controlled out, a shield.
1: To... <laughs> Use my code if you're ordering any pillows though. Seriously. Can <laughs> I gotta go get
2: my bathrobe? Okay. Right. I'm gonna tell you is the most comfortable bath I'm telling you.
3: Lindell, so that's
2: We want to talk about com- comfort. Okay. Wait, look, the, Ethan, give me, give me, give me uh, the Stay dog. Sure, sport. he's covering the book correct, Come Come on. On. <laughs> I get the dog. The, the dog thing. We got a new okay? intern. We I'm got to tell intern. you, dog, dog, dog pillow. Hold on, I get clippers. E- okay, we do have some dog oh, lovers the in the
0: audience. I know. Everything
2: so. is comfy, comfy, comfy. Oh, Even though Sadie's on the couch right now. Oh, Sadie. Look. Camo, Uh yeah, camo dog pillow,
0: camo dog pillow. Okay, there you go,
2: camo dog pillow. If you want to hide, look at that. Look at that. I mean, look, it conforms <laughs> right to the body of the dog, right? Look at that. And Sadie loves it.
0: Sadie approves. I have my own. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> careful, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> <That's my credit.
4: laughs>
0: hide the goods. Hide the goods. Uh-huh. But um, so. <laughs> Uh, on on that note folks um yeah yeah, as as we wrap things up here uh today yeah definitely join us tomorrow at the same uh bat time and channel which is uh, 11 a.m eastern time on rumble and odyssey we'll be going over the untold stories of j6 uh, with research as provided by our own chris graves and analysis by (laughs) all of us and um who wants to do some final thoughts for this week anybody want to chime in Anybody got anything they want to say stop. things uh-huh. they want to plug things. They got coming up. Lisa, don't you have a, she something? just had a great interview, yeah. by the
3: way, Did Lisa, tell everyone about the knights uh, thing and the
0: part two.
2: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lisa, you tell them. Do. I, I don't want to. Graves is a know. better
0: hype man. You're more of the flavor, flavor of the group, Graves. Right, so we, right, need, right. we need to I'm hype this stuff up us. I yeah. don't have the crunk juice. No, that was that <laughs> other clown.
3: No, yeah. I don't have the yeah, sorry, guy. You yeah, go. you need the clock. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Lisa did a great uh, interview with the Knights of the Storm, Angry Tiger, and Jason Barker. And I was fortunate uh, enough to be there as well. Um, we're going to do a part two and it's basically it all going, thanks
2: to Chris, by the way,
3: yeah, he it is thanks to you guys. Mm-hmm. Thanks to you guys, but we're going to do a part two about, um, her life. Uh, it'll be a digging Chris Graves episode. Just it's easier to get that done. Cause it's just me, you know? So, uh, we're figuring that out and you can check out the, uh, the part one on nights of the storms, uh, Twitter page and their regular webpage which is nights of the storm I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna screw it up but uh yeah basically yeah. just type nights of the storm podcast when you google it they'll be the first one I believe uh, their website so it's a great inter- interview I started getting teary like I started choking up during when she was talking about her, her father and that, towards the end there so uh, and I was just sitting there like a, like an idiot trying to hide it, like pretending I'm like, oh, I'm just scratching my eye and shit. But I'm like wiping my face. And it was pretty pretty heavy stuff. So um, more people need to know her story. So that's about it for uh, for me and Lisa. Do you have anything else coming up, Lisa? No, just
2: hanging with the best of the best hair.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And uh well, I am
2: planning I gotta I gotta get back on the writing thing. So oh that's, certainly that's yeah two thousand twenty
0: three. So yeah. We're going to, we're going to coordinate, we're going to work on helping you out with uh, some of that stuff too, and getting that promoted and everything as well. But yeah, I will also say, speaking of promotions and things, uh, the Digging yeah. Chris Graves episodes, which has been awesome so far. Uh, we're now yeah. distributing those on all of the new prisoners platforms as well. So you can uh, find you Digging me, Chris Graves. Uh, I believe you're you know, still allowed to be on YouTube, thankfully. Um, and yeah, then I and mean, um, Shadow being pretty hardcore right now though. Oh yeah, and on Twitter, man, like Twitter's just been doing you dirty lately. Because like, yeah. you do an awesome job of promoting things and tagging people and getting the word out about <laughs> stuff, and then Twitter yeah. is just like they put the boot You're down like, this past week, apparently. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. slit
3: your throat, buddy. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to get Mr. John Henry on as a guest,
1: and I don't want to bug him too much because he'll be <laughs> in there, Graves. I just want okay. to preplan it. Oh yeah. Go to bed early, you bunch of psychos.
0: Yeah. And All John right. Henry, how about your yeah. final thoughts for this week?
1: Yes. Final thoughts. Uh, hot damn, 2023. Here we go. Um, I mean, we, we know what we got to do, and one of them is definitely standing together and reassuring each other and love thy neighbor, man. We need yeah. that more than anything right now. So pray, no more, no more Yeah, <laughs> start preparing for uh, <laughs> start preparing drink. for uh, you know, clean water, food, self defense. Uh, shit ain't looking too good right now, and they're looking at a uh, full shift to digital currency here in the United States. Other countries are already enacting that, so get your shit together, buy precious metals, learn jujitsu and how to plant your own uh food and uh, kill animals Wise
3: wolf, gold and silver, Tony Arterburn Yes,
1: agreed 100%. Appreciate yep. everybody. Talk to you soon.
0: Hell yeah, yeah, tangible things. That that's the one thing about this. Like we we, we talk a lot about abstract concepts here on the show and intellectual types of things, but when it comes down to it too, like we all have a great dependence in our society on the like the distribution and procurement of the, the tangible items that we need for survival. So the more that we can, you know, build our own parallel economy and and get away from the infrastructure that's in place now, as corrupt as it is and as you know, worthless as it is in investigating and fixing itself, like we talk about all the time here, Um, you know, the more we empower ourselves, you know, and, and coming together and having conversations like this and coming together tomorrow, like, like we will to go over the J6 stories and other things, uh, tell your friends and share that up to, to have them come and join us. Like if you have any friends out there, those of you that are listening that, you know, sort of know a little bit about J6, but maybe, you you know, maybe would benefit From hearing about different perspectives and different stories surrounding it, you know, or or just they seem curious as to what really happened there about that historical event now. Um, I think it would be beneficial for everyone to get together and and join up for that type of conversation and continue that conversation with us, too. Uh, I've noticed that we've been getting a good amount of views on our Rumble channel. Um, I noticed that uh, the uh, comment sections of Rumble, Odyssey, BitChute, and Brideon that we have up those are the best way to contact us directly now um, because like if you want to speak to all of us, go to those channels where we put these videos because Twitter is not cooperating with us and I refuse to give them any money to promote something when they shadow ban my friends and, and things like that and prevent us from doing our business on there um, and not telling us to like that's that's the other thing about having having something like that happen to you that's unbeknownst to you it really messes with you psychologically too. Like, so, I mean, to in order to escape that, we need to have better tangible goals and solutions. And we're going to work towards those more in 2023. We're going to empower ourselves a lot. So yeah, we're getting the crazy hand symbols in here. Yes, yeah, so all you folks out there hearing the dog whistles. Yeah, those, those are it. Those are the things. Yes. <laughs> so, but until we meet again and until we are free, we are the new prisoners. See y'all tomorrow thank you for listening to the new prisoners let us know what you think about this week's topics on our minds page and substack or leave a comment under our video on bitshoot odyssey rumble and bredion you can also risk being shadow banned suspended or permanently banned on twitter and instagram with us or speak freely with us on gab please feel free to share your own sources with us and remember to share the information we provided you here. You never know what kind of difference it could make. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, email the new prisoner number six at protonmail.com. Provide a brief description of the topic or topics that you would like to discuss, and a screener will contact you. You can always choose to appear anonymously. And you can also donate to the new prisoners through anchor.fm slash the new prisoner number six slash support. There you can make a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99, or 999. We also have a Subscribestar where you can make a one-time or recurring contribution at subscribestar.com the hyphen new hyphen prisoners. Or you could donate US dollars and crypto to us on Minds and Odyssey. All donations go towards studio upgrades to make more content and advertising to spread the word about the show. Every amount is appreciated. Demand answers, not orders. We are the new prisoners.